Yeah, it's recording right now. Yeah, it's happening. It's happening. All right, cool. Um, so look, I I just haven't had four hours to allocate towards a movie, and I also don't know which movies I would need to see before I watch the Snyder Cut. So I just no movies, none. I can no, go in. You can I can go raw in, dog it. Yeah, you can butt naked. Mm, okay, okay. So it was good. I'm surprised you didn't see uh, Batman versus Superman. Nope, didn't see that either. I just haven't. I don't know. It just hasn't happened. You know, I think I can because I got HBO Max. You're not missing more. anything, but uh, no, it's poo poo. No, butter. it's not poo poo, but it's 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 good. It's good for what it is. Uh huh. Like I will say that it's good for what it is. It's long uh-huh. as hell. Yeah, but other than that, it's a good. It's you know what it is. It's we should have got that originally, and then it wouldn't have been as hyped up as it was now. Right, that's what okay. it was. Because we you're talking about Snyder that. Cut, yeah. How is it different from whatever was released before? Oh, okay. So, um, Joss Whedon took over after um, Zack Snyder, I think, the Death in the Family, um, and he basically added his Marvel kind of spin to things, and he mm-hmm. he just he didn't he didn't do the, the film justice, and the film's meant to stay dark and have more free, like it's meant to touch more on other characters, which they which. Josh Whedon didn't do. So mm. when you see the Snyder cut now, it gives it gives Cyborg more depth. It gives Flash more depth. Um, it makes the Superman story much more. It makes it much more like makes. Wow, what's that? That dog or something? <laughs> <laughs> I was hearing it too, but no, I, I figured was it was. Ice skating. Yeah, but, that's um... cute. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. So yeah, it just it it gave it gave Superman's return a bit more breadth. So yeah, it 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 makes the film much more better. I wouldn't say it's better than any of the Avenger films. Well, actually, no, Endgame was trash. But yeah, what? Yeah, Endgame what? Was, Endgame how? Was well, I mean, I mean, I can kind of see how. I wanted to see more involvement from the Hulk. I wanted to see more, you know, um, bouncing back from the things that they had dealt with in mm-hmm. uh, Infinity War. But uh, why was it? trash to you i'm wondering well, I, so that, that was meant to be the culmination of of 10 years and mm. in that culmination of 10 years what did we really get like well honestly, it's the hulk dresses like steve jobs now and exactly. that's satisfying <laughs> <laughs> really we did but do you know something it would have been satisfying if we got to see the actual transformation you can't just disappear for five years and go oh it's, it's professor hulk now because like for people like me who are long term like long 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 time comic fans, like that's disrespectful to me. It's like first of all, he didn't give him his own solo movie properly before this, like in between all the other Avenger films, and then now you give me Professor Hulk. It's like that's that's, that's rude. And not only that is that you gave you gave us the planet of Sakaar in um, Thor Ragnarok, which is where we would have had um, Worldbreaker Hulk. So you've been teasing all this other stuff, and then you do this. Nah, disrespectful. Oh shit! I'm I'm just not realizing. All right, look. So this is another episode of Spit Session, and we have our friend Rahim here. I'm I'm just realizing people don't know what the fuck is going on, so they probably just been sitting here this whole time. Like, what what's happening at the yeah. like? What the hell is going on? This is this is Rahim. He is from drum drum roll. Hell yeah, yeah yeah. From the UK, people, what's up? Um, yes, yeah. my name is Rahim, aka Digicel Wolf, aka Wolf Larique. What's going on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, you live? Do you live in East Staines or West Staines? 
at none of that places. I live in South London, so. <laughs> that was that was an Ali G joke. I know. That's insane. No, I'm not from that. Then. Ugh. No oh way. God. That's funny. That's Them hilarious. There. No, that, that's a, that's a real chavy place to be. No thanks. I don't know anything about. Uh, all I know, the only thing I know about the UK is that they're stricter with gun laws, which is good. Which is gun good. laws, keeps... weed laws, everything. It's ridiculous. Weed laws too. Ain't no yeah. legal. No ganja. No legal. No, oh. no legal cannabis right now, man. Oh, that's yeah. Unfortunate. Yeah. Which no. um, chip shop would you recommend to us? Molly's all day, every day. I swear by it. I Y'all got beef patties and shit. Yeah, dude. Like, more, put it this way: you can go more if you come Morley's. One day, when I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have you lot come over here. I'm gonna get, mm-hmm. treat you to Morley's. Morley's, yeah, for two pound fifty. So that's two dollars fifty cents. You can get a large portion of fries, two pieces of chicken, four wings, two barbecue ribs, and a drink. You lying for two fifty? To two fifty. Ah, that was how? that was the after the club special. To this day, it's still number twelve. That's crazy. Nah, that's yeah. ridiculous. What's wrong with it? Why is it so cheap? No, I don't trust it. Do you know mm. what? When you when you start to question stuff like that in the hood, no, mm-hmm. don't 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 do that. You just, you just facts. <laughs> facts. You just facts. It's 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 it helps sustain you through the hard times. There's no point of questioning it now we have money. That is true. Especially you when don't you, you don't over. question the pingest munch. Pangest words. Pangest. <laughs> what? You said pingest. It's pang. You gotta say it pang, man. Pangest munch. What does that what does that mean? Pang is basically like saying like the most fierce munch. Oh, the fierest munch. Pang. So pang. So P E N G. That's right. Okay. Pang. Pang. Yeah, Pang is very versatile. You can see a girl over there. Like, look at that painting over there. Painting. Okay, I'm learning. There's a yeah. cultural, there's a cultural like merging going on right now. And if you have questions about Chicago slang or lingo at all, or our regular debate about drill music and and that we occasionally like dip into, it's not even a debate. Like, because I think there's an appreciation for it. It's just different from yeah. the locations that we're from. It's different, you know. So can I just say something quickly? You didn't, you didn't do the intro correctly. I'm not happy about that. Why? Because I'm British. You wanted to be all polite. Where's my? It's another motherfucking service pit sessions. What's going on? Oh yeah, I got you. I, I, I'm gonna do it right now. I here we go. I look. This is another motherfucking episode of Spit Sessions. You know what it is. We got Reggie here. He got a beard. Uh, you know, I just wanted to throw that in there. Just to, just to throw that in there. I like that type of stuff. It's called bum fluff for this episode. Bum fluff? What's wow. that? So it's Isn't not going what... through properly. It's just like fuzzy, patchy, patchy. Uh, did you just look up words to to just toss out there? Do you have a notepad? No, I just I know a couple from when I went there for a week, uh, fifteen <laughs> years ago. All right, that's Bum pretty bluff. legit. All so I know is go through properly. It's what little foot. Knowing the little teenagers go, I got a little bit now. Yeah, it's bum fluff, mate. It's a bum fluff. <laughs> Uh, all I know is, uh, come on, officer, you see my balls, body, and dick. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, knew, I knew that was coming. I absolutely knew that was coming, and I, yeah. I knew it was coming because you, you never let that go. <laughs> no, I don't. He was like, more than my links. Come on, officer, you see my balls, body, and dick. I was like, like I... dick more than baby mother. Yeah, yeah, that was that was that was that was a pretty extreme. Um, um, you know, yeah. Right see, there. when it comes to UK music, I, I'm very hit and miss with UK music because of the, of people like him. Like we have a very large abundance of people like him, and people because mm-hmm. 
people from looking from the outside will see people like Stormzy, Kano, Dave, and think, yeah, they've got loads of... No, we really don't, you know. Those are the only artists we really do have. <laughs> like, There's also Giggs. Is it Giggs again? Hey, Hollow Man Giggs. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 he, he, he's, he was big during, I think, like 2012, a little bit yeah. after that, but then he's kind of disappeared. Okay. Yeah, you might see him on a one feature or he might just release a little something, but then you don't really see him active like he used to be. Probably not. But look, let me tell you, man, I still fucks with um, I'm a black man, government earner in Batman. Yeah. That shit went stupid. That grew on me. That shit grew on me. I was laughing my ass off. But as I recall, like this was years ago, Reggie and I talked about it and I would like be in the car with Reggie and I would just end up playing the song and he'd be like, I still don't understand what's going Why did that happen? Like, what am I supposed to get from Batman? He's sounding so like he's so serious and so hard about it. And it, like that punchline doesn't go with what he's trying to portray. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, because um, uh, it's it's more down to the kind of British humor as well, because like he's just basically saying he's Batman and he's just doing the song that, you know, the um, he's doing his own version. Oh yeah, I mean it's funny. I, it's just not like <laughs> I get, hard. I get right there. <laughs> yeah, I get he's just basically I... saying he's Batman, isn't it? And Batman's one of the hardest, hardest um, heroes out there. He's a mm-hmm. human, but he tears he tears down all the superheroes, super villains. Be... Yeah, he but he started be... singing the song. He just be beating ass. Dun 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 That's some really old. I'm pretty sure Raheem knows this from being a comic book man. But that's some real. What was the Batman that ended up Adam West? It was Adam yeah, West. Adam that's West. Real, yeah, that's some real Adam. Yeah, West he was. Shit. Was there a music video for that? Was he doing the Batusi? <laughs> oh my god, the Batusi! I don't. I don't. I'm unfamiliar. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm not versed on that dance move. Mm-hmm, me neither. Yeah. I'm not oh, sure okay. You that. guys need to take one second mm-hmm. and YouTube the Batusi and see the Adam West moves, the official dance of Batman. How do you the next Batusi. to Bat Dance by next Prince? Bat Dance. Oh wow! The bat uh, Batman. <laughs> da-na-na, da-na. Um. So what I'm thinking is, I do want to get into the Snyder Cut um review from you guys because I I have not um I haven't seen it just in general. Oh, so that. Oh, yeah. I know what he's talking about now. <laughs> the Batusi. <laughs> I know what he's talking about. (laughs) Those are the hardest moves ever on TV. Let me see this. Batusi. I hope it's spelled the way that I'm assuming (laughs) it's spelled. Oh, hey, that shit goes stupid. That's what I'm saying. He he went harder than that. All right. Yeah, no, I can't knock it. But his suit didn't have no armor. He was just out here with the pajama set on. That's how all of them were back in the day. Just spandex. Did you yeah. hear? So uh, apparently, the Burt Ward, the dude who played Robin, had an abnormally large, flaccid penis, and it they had to like tuck it up and then stuff Adam West's thing to try to make it more even. Yeah, I heard about oh. that. I heard about that. I thought it was a myth. But so on soft, he was. He I was think a lot of meat. I think Burt Ward was saying that that was real. Of course, he's gonna say he's like, yeah, I got a big dick. I don't know. Can't help it. But yeah, apparently, mm. apparently, like when it was down, it was that yeah, you could see it. So he was a shower and not a grower. Maybe both. Uh, <laughs> no, no, that's just being greedy. He monopolizing all the dick meat. That shit, that shit is ridiculous and uncalled for and unnecessary. So, 
basically, so we're talking about Snyder Cut now. Is that what's happening? Yeah, I was just gonna ask. Like, did you both sit through all four hours of the movie three times? Only, uh, three times. Yep. I God. got through three hours yesterday, and then the it started. I think the differences started kind of slowing down, and I was like, "Well, I know how it ends. I'll pick this up tomorrow." So mm-hmm. I plan on finishing it tonight. Okay. Did did Apocalypse make an appearance in the? Well, not Apocalypse. Did um, you know, um, uh, Dark Side? Yes, thank you. Did he uh, make an appearance in the first movie? No. Oh, oh, yeah. How? The first movie was pretty bad. Very this is bad. definitely a lot better. Like you can, you can still say that this movie isn't great, and I would agree with you. But it is a, a vast improvement, and I would say. As far as the four hours are concerned, it doesn't, I mean, I don't want to say it doesn't feel like four hours, like it's a four hour movie, it is what it is, but it doesn't, I don't think it drags so hard where you're like, oh my God, there's four hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it mm-hmm. keeps your attention long enough for you to not notice that it's four hours, but you do notice it's a long time gone past. It's like if you mm-hmm. binge watch three episodes of uh, Sherlock Holmes or something with Benedict Cumberbatch and you're like, wow. I can't believe mm. I just watched three episodes of Benedict Cumberbatch looking weird. <laughs> okay, I see. Yeah, nah. Um, I I don't know. I'll probably sit down and go go raw, but naked, and probably check it out and see what's going on with it. But uh, it's just surprising to me that two vastly different films that are essentially the same film can exist at the same time, and that they greenlit the the second one dropping do you think this is going to like set a precedent as far as movies are concerned especially while um the quarantine or people aren't going to theaters and shit do you think they're just going to be like hey you know what fuck it we might as well release um this version and that version so that people can just like rewatch and make it is it a cash no. grab or no you don't think so i don't think so um personally because director's cuts have been out for years if you actually look at Blade Runner, Blade Runner director's cut compared to the actual theater release is a whole different movie. Mm. It gives it a whole different ending. It gives it much more substance. So as, as this is normal. The only thing that I would say is this would actually, this I feel like it should set a precedent for the production companies to start giving directors the creative freedom they need so they can actually make the movies that they want to. Because when they do, this is what we get. Mm-hmm. The same the with Black was... Panther. Yeah, I think it's the... a little different. Um, I I agree with uh, overall what you're saying. I just think what do they give them like seventy million to do reshoots and stuff? I think this is a very rare sort of thing, and I think it's connected to the pandemic and also the whole release the Snyder cut groundswell. But mm-hmm. in general, I do agree about um, you know director's cuts being a thing since however long, and also um, it it is funny to me that you know they they go through a usually a fairly rigorous process. It would seem as far as hiring directors, like yeah, you know they'll get the flavor of the week on occasion, but you know they hire these directors and then don't let them do what they do, like how they hired um, what's his face the didn't they hire the Shaun of the Dead guy to do Ant Man and then fired him? Yes, yes, they did. And it's like Which he's one? doing the stuff that he does, and it's like, well, isn't that why you hired him? Like, what? Yeah. Which, which, uh, which one? The the blonde one or the bearded? No, the one? director. Uh, but which Shaun of the Dead dude? There's two of them, I think. No, right? no, no the, the director. director. Not oh, the, the director. The, yeah, okay, that, that's the producer, not the director. Okay, Baby Driver, director, and uh, uh, Scott Pilgrim, all that. 
oh, I didn't know he. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was supposed to do Ant Man, and then they're like, "We don't like what you're doing. Get out of here." And it's like, "Well, why'd you hire him then?" Exactly. Yeah, because they did that with the director for um, Doctor Strange as well, because he was going to make it into a a a sort of horror type kind of thriller, and they were like, "Nope, get out of there." And that's what everyone was like. Doctor Strange is meant to be that kind of dark kind of thriller kind of thing, and they were like, "Nope, that's not what we want." Bye. Mm-hmm. Out. Mm-hmm. Did you guys see New Mutants? No. No. Okay, I did, because quarantine. And it was bad, but it, like you could kind of see where... Because uh, I don't know if you heard everything leading up to it. Like It was supposed to be a genre film, like more of a horror film, and kind of outside of this vague universe they were trying to establish, but not really, right? The whole mm-hmm. Fox thing. And then studio interference and reshoots and everything and then you just get something that's very bland and it's just a lower budget version of a lot of the other shit they've made and it's you can't help but feel like if they just would have done the thing they set out to do you you might actually have a a nice movie Mm. that's interesting because i think there's supposed to be another doctor strange film coming out and i think that one is going to lean into the horror aspect a little bit more than... that's the one that was meant to and then they got rid of the director that wanted to go in the horror i aspect. see that's the one okay. they're, they're only going to do it so much because you know <clears throat> they want to make a bunch of money and have everybody you know the whole mass appeal angle to it which i don't completely blame them but i think it's a little Could you know better? well it, it's weird to I think there's a genius to the aspect of taking, say, like a Guardians of the Galaxy where, you know, like I grew up, you know, from 1993 to 1998 being like super into comic books. Right. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what the fuck the Guardians of the Galaxy were. And they take somebody, uh, you know, property like that and they make it into a big hit. And now everybody fucks with them. Right. But I think. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a, a talent to that, but at the same time, I think you have to be true enough to the source material and sometimes be accepting it's like this is who this character is this is the the world they inhabit and you kind of want to do some justice to that and make it make sense and not be like well uh it's dr strange and happy land because we want to make all the money and toys and whatnot yeah mm-hmm. uh, so that's what i agree with as well that's because they they've they've put um deadpool into the mcu he's still going to stay r-rated so why is it that they can't just make some of the rest of the Marvel um, cast R-rated as well? A Doctor Strange mm-hmm. should be R-rated because that's he's a multiverse of madness. He's going to be going through all kinds of madness. He's the Sorcerer Supreme. It's mm-hmm. like we're meant to see some, some, some form of horror or something really dark and twisted. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if they dilute that with their Disney kind of magic, then yeah, we're just going to have a generic superhero movie and i don't really want that for, for sorcerer mm-hmm. supreme who's meant to be one of the strongest people in the marvel universe mm-hmm. and reggie's leaned into that a little bit um before where he's well i don't mean to put words in your mouth but we've talked about it and falling back on the typical marvel movie um format or formula is something that they do that is safe for them to do because it's been known to like make money before but mm-hmm it might stop them from experimenting with with the direction that movies go in and also the direction that they go in with casting, potentially. Um, uh, which kind of leads me into, because I took a look at the topics. You came in with some good-ass topics, Ryan. I saw that, and I was like, hey, it's lit. Um, but I, I, had, I had some stuff that I wanted to do. Do you know what it is? Is 
you don't get to debate these kind of things on social media because people always want to jump in with some real hostility. So it's, yeah. kind of, it's real hard to have like conversations about these things because I would love to actually have a proper conversation with these things. So that's why I was like, you know what? Let me see if I can talk to these two because they seem like I won't get my my someone jumped on my throat. Well, fuck you, nigga. It was like that. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, no, we yeah, no, we all about positivity and being being cool people. But one of the um topics that I saw you put down that made me think about it was Dr. Umar um speaking on having American actors play the lead role in black American history and not British actors. And I was like, Oh, that's interesting. Um, and I guess if you want to do it like one by one, we can, we can talk about how we feel about it and stuff. But from my personal stance, I am indifferent. Um, as long as the person, as long as the person has an understanding of what role they're stepping into, as long as the person is black or because i'm not sure if like i saw a clip of uh idris elba you know in in an interview and someone was like hey you know as a black actor like so on and so forth and he looked at it and was like a black actor like what what are you saying like what is that i don't know if that's like more so of an american concept when it comes to the roles and the positions that people hold and have in their uh, workplace but um yeah, but as long as you're those things, I'm 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 cool with it, you know, and as long as you're taking it seriously and doing what you need to do when you aren't making cuz I think there was a situation where there was a lady who played a leading role in a black American history film and she someone dug up tweets or something like that about her online like talking shit about black Americans or you know, because there can be sort of like a diaspora, like war or not even a war, but just like a lack of understanding yeah, from people in different like areas and stuff. So, but I mean, as long as you're respectful <clears throat> and you're not being negative and you, you're taking it seriously and whatever else and you're doing your job, like, and you're black, that's that's all I personally care about. And I, I, I agree with that. Um, my My only issue with it was the fact that whenever it comes to a, like a British person playing and like a role for any form of Black history, it always seems to come to a thing of where oh, why is it a British person? Why is it not an American? But and it doesn't come down to why did they hire that person? Maybe that person mm-hmm. was right for the role. Maybe mm-hmm. they auditioned correctly. Maybe you need to address the talent pool within your country. Mm-hmm. And not only that is the thing where my 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 other issue with it is if that's the standpoint that people have, then look at coming to America where we had a bunch of Americans who don't really identify as African mm-hmm. doing African accents, mm-hmm. and it's just like so. Why is it okay for Americans to play African, mm-hmm. but then when it comes to anyone else to play American, it's 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 not okay. And this isn't like fictional Wakanda African. Like, first off, African. We don't. I don't know if we know the specific part of Africa that Eddie Murphy's character and everyone is supposed to be from. Mm. But um, yeah, no. Like they just say it the whole con like Africa, the continent. We know it's the continent, but we don't know which specific area. And they did that, and they pulled it off. And for whatever reason, they made a second movie that I'm not going to touch. Um, doing it again. Yeah. apparently and so I heard, I heard it's worse i'm not watching it myself i refuse um 
yeah, there was no need to dip back into that. I don't know why they did that. But well, so uh, I did watch it, and it was uh, not good. But the reason I watched it is I I came across like two positive reviews, and I was like, is this getting good reviews? And I looked. And I think at that time, it was like 70% on Rotten Tomatoes. So I watched it and I swear like the next day, it was like 40% on Rotten Tomatoes. So I <laughs> I, I had been had. Um, but I think, you know, this whole thing, I think it comes off as very, uh, you know, I, I think he's not the first person to say something like this. And it's it's like this idea that only you have to be a, a black American to have suffered any sort of uh, persecution. And, and it, the experience is just so entirely unique. I mean, like, obviously it, it has its own lane and it, there are experiences that are, are somewhat unique in a certain time period, but it just seems silly to be like, uh, you know, a, a European black person couldn't, could, couldn't play this part and couldn't understand it and couldn't wrap their mind around it. And I think it also speaks to, the laziness of American casting when it comes to people of color, right? Like part of the reason these British actors are getting on because, you know, they've cut their, their teeth overseas and then you can just grab them, right? Like a, a, for an American production. Mm-hmm. And I think inversely in America, uh, they don't really put a lot of time and effort into casting these people. And it'll be like, well, uh, we could just get 50 cent to be in this, I guess. See, mm-hmm. I, I agree with that, but I think... Or some also, comedian. I feel like it comes down to also the training as well. Because there was a big debate on Twitter um, the other day, actually, a couple of days ago, and it, it bled over into Clubhouse um, about the fact that um, about when it comes to the training of British actors compared to mm-hmm. American actors. I agree. People I was saying, just going to say this, yeah. It's uh, not, and it's not really... I know it sounds pretentious, but it's, it's but all, all British actors, were, um, people were saying from Britain was that being classically trained in Britain helps you everywhere else because that's what most casting directors look for. If you have classically trained and you were classically trained in Britain, that already puts you up there with most Mm -hmm. casting directors. So if you have that, then you also have um, American languages under your belt as well. So you can Mm -hmm. do, you can do um, as it was called, it was called um, Euro, Euro Atlantic. I think it's mm-hmm. called Euroatlantic um, or Transatlantic um, accents. They can do that. They can do um, most African accents because a lot of the British actors, black British actors, still uh, have that, that tie to their African roots. So a lot of them can still actually do the accent correctly and yeah. can actually speak the language. So it's a thing where they have a larger mm-hmm. talent pool when it comes to the British actors than it comes to the American actors because when it comes to getting classically trained in the States, you don't get trained on the British accents and different styles of the British accents. Cause a lot of people don't understand that there's different accents, even in London. Yes, so, yeah, very much so. So it's, it's when you people say, Oh yeah, I can do a British accent. <clears throat> which one? Yeah, exactly. I realized the difference in that when I watched a show years ago, uh, by the name of misfits, because all of the people in that show, love that show. Um, I love it too. Um, they all sound different because they're from different parts of, the uk like the um scottish or irish uh do might sound different from you know uh, i think kelly was a character in the show she was yeah. a white chick 
I don't know if she was from like a rough ass white area. Of she was the, from, I don't know. Um, if I remember correctly, she was either from Birmingham or she was from Liverpool. One of the two. Okay, got you. But her accent was yeah. They have a thick. very guttural accent. It's very. She was like, uh, like let me know if I'm fucking this up. But she was like, what the fuck is born? Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, they I was like, just like ugh. Do you know what? I actually don't like that that Liverpudlian accent. I think it really was because they do the fuck. It's like, ugh, I really mm, hate that. The fuck? Yeah. It's like, ugh. Yeah. The f- what is, where is Conor McGregor from again? Conor McGregor is Irish. He is Irish. Straight yeah, up Irish. Irish. Okay. Yeah, that's an Irish, Irishman. I think he says fuck exactly fuck, like that. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Like A lot of the a lot of the accents within the UK are a mixture of like <clears throat> different places around the UK. So like you may you hear Liverpool. Liverpool sounds like a mixture between London and Irish. And then you hear mm. Birmingham it's like a mixture between Scottish and, and and rugby. And it's just like it's where different places just got mixed mixed accents. Mm-hmm. The Vikings were very, you know, they were all over the place. So Yeah, no, they really were like quite all over the place doing all types of wild ass shit. Um yeah. but I think Idris Elba because I think he's a testament to how you can finesse your way into a situation. Because when I saw the interview um, on Hot Ones, I think it was that he did with the Hot Wings and shit, he was talking to the dude. He was talking about being on the wire and how initially they didn't know that he was um, from the UK. And he was just talking and talking. They were like, hey, what's up with you, man? And he was like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm just out here getting it, you know, so on and so Like, no, like, where are you from? what is up with you? And he didn't want to lie and he admitted it. And they were like, we wouldn't have known, you know, <laughs> if I, I like, if you hadn't told us, like I had to dig for it a little bit, but uh, that's really cool. Um, but I also want to mention that in acting roles or movies, you know, whoever made the movie or funded it or produced or whatever it does play a role in some of the casting decisions and stuff like, but there can be a little bit of nepotism and we've seen some actors. No, we've seen some individuals getting acting gigs that were not um, actors. And I think Samuel L. Jackson was huge on not liking that shit way yeah. back when people like LL Cool J and Nelly and rappers or whoever else was like getting acting jobs. Samuel L. Jackson was like, Hey, 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 like what the fuck is this? Like why is this happening? And I kind of get it. Like as an actor, yeah. you don't show up and just start rapping on a nigga mic. Like well, he's at a another one that was 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 had had a problem with British actors playing American roles. And mm. um and John um, what's, what's his name again? And uh, Daniel Daniel Kaluuya put him in his place. He's like because um, mm-hmm. he's like cause, what did he say? Um he said because it was about the Get Out film. Yeah. And he oh said, yeah, it was. Yeah, and he said um oh yeah um what would a, a British a black mm. person know about the American struggle when it comes to racism, and it was like racism, racism doesn't matter where it's from. Like mm-hmm. just because your racism is over, like overt and in your face, and you don't see our one, our one's covert, doesn't mean it doesn't hit the same way. And that's yeah, no. exactly what a lot of people, in I feel like in the states, don't understand because our yeah. racism is very covert. You won't know you like you won't know. Like I'd rather, and that sounds so weird. I'd rather the overt racism. At least I know who to hate. Mm-hmm. At least I know who to stay mm-hmm. away from. That's Over accurate. here, they smile in your face. Oh, they, oh, how you doing, sweetheart? This is that. But that's the mm-hmm. same person that that that's calling the police on you. Mm-hmm. That this is a nice bridge over to a topic that um I didn't pay a lot of attention to, but as you know, recently um 
Megan and Harry did an interview with Oprah. I didn't pay a lot of attention to it, you know, and well, first I would like to mention that there are people who judge uh, other Americans for paying attention to what was going on over in the UK with like the Royal family and stuff like that. But uh, I mean, there were certain people like, why you care about that? You're not even over in the UK, blah, 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 blah. But I think that's, that's just something that people do to make themselves feel better about themselves. It's like, this is stupid. They they don't know anything about it. They just want to make everyone else feel stupid about. Exactly. Exactly. But as soon as you said like the, the, the racism can kind of be overt, but the UK has original original recipe racism. I'm not going to say shit started <laughs> over there, but um, seeing how the media or tabloids or whatever handled um, Megan specifically um, was overtly like straight up like, hey, that's kind of that's kind of that's kind of racist, dog. Like, why are they doing this? Why are they doing that? Oh, you should um, see the papers now. You should see what the papers are saying now. There was like I was I work in security, so I'm always I, I always see the papers and stuff. Right now, it's all over the papers. Harry needs to apologize to his nan. Oh my god! They're literally saying uh, we took a poll, and a lot of the British public think that he should just apologize to his nan for these wild claims that they're making against the royal family. Like the bondage that they, that that the royal family have over the public is wild. What's up with that? Yeah, how do you feel about that? Because I think. At least, you know, for me personally, I, I understand to an extent why people have such a hard time letting go of tradition, mm-hmm. but it's weird in 2021 that people are like, yeah, remember monarchies? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, do you know what? Like, uh, do you know what? I'm going to see this as a video. I'm going to send it to you now, Delancey, on V. Mm-hmm. I wonder if you can play it. It, it, it personifies how like how stupid the, the white british public is and how <laughs> no no it, I, I, it it sounds wild like to say sometimes but like, it's crazy <laughs> like they defend the royal family with such verve it's unreal i just don't understand it like everyone knows about prince philip and his his pedophilic and rapist ways mm. but if you hear the way that they are just they try to justify it on radio like they call up a radio station and the guy says, justify it to me. And a woman says to the guy, haven't you ever had some friends that's done some, some silly things? Rape mm. and pedophilia. She, she's saying some silly things. This is how, this is how they, 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 like they don't, they can't see the Royal family as doing anything wrong. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's so wild. I, I, ugh. I, 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 I'm, I'm a person that I've always said of like, Get rid of the royal family. Get rid of the monarchy. We do not need it. It is a symbol. She doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. She does absolutely nothing. The only thing yeah, no. she does is if something goes down, then yes, they have to kind of go through her. She, all the stuff that goes through government does she doesn't go through her. Most mm-hmm. of the stuff goes through the prime minister. That's the reason why he's there. So why don't just give us the prime minister and get rid of the monarchy? We don't That's need to do with the, the fucked up here. Right. Right. So like, you know, from our point of view, obviously our our government is all fucked up. Right. But like, you know, you guys have a a prime minister in the parliament, but then it's weird to just see like, I wonder what the uh, queen is up to today. It's like, why are we still upholding this weird ass thing? Like why? I'm it's, it's just odd. Like we're in such modern times and we're supposed to be against 
you know, nepotism and this uh, whole lineage thing. And uh, it's just, it just is weird. It's a way Very to much public so. in a way of subservience. That's what it is. It's to make them feel like, it's to make you feel like you're part of something more. If you don't feel like you're part of something more, then yeah, then the public kind yeah. of goes against you. So that's the reason why they're like, oh yeah, if we have the monarch still, then at least then they can feel like they're part of this empire still. The British that's Empire died weird. years ago. Years ago. There's Oh, um... how do you feel about uh leaving the Do you know what? I voted to remain. Um I voted to remain because I didn't see any benefits in leaving. I knew what I knew this all this pettiness was gonna happen. But when um the vote went through, I was just like, Can we hurry up and just leave? Like, just hurry up and just do the deal now. Like, you've already fucked us. Just, like, do your thing in So, I am slightly confused about that because I'm a little out of the loop these days. So, I know that the vote passed to leave, but you guys are still in. Like, when does that go into effect? Oh, or no, is somebody it's trying gone to... in effect. We've gone. We left. So, now it's official? Oh, yeah. It's official, I think, um, early January. And then what, like, you guys are going to pay more for everything now? And it's well, right now, it's, we, we've got a lot of deals going on right now. Excuse me, sorry, the henny's just hitting me, boy. Ooh. Oh, um, this nigga. Lit. Oh, what time is it over there? What's what's the time it difference? It is eight forty. Eight forty, yeah. So. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just I got back from work about three, so yeah. Nice. I'm cool. Okay. So now I'm just I got my I got my henny here. I got my I got my my smoke. So I'm I wonder set. if it tastes different out there. Do you know something? I I, I believe it does because my mm. cousin came back with a bottle of henny and it did not taste like the one over here. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. But for clarification reasons, you, you guys are talking about Brexit. Yes, about Brexit. Yeah. Okay. So, gotcha. So, um, yeah, what happened was um, when the vote came, the came through, the only reason, to be honest, it went to leave was because of the elderly vote. Well, and yeah. We always say already, like, uh, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a strong believer in that the, they should lower, like, like, lower the the maximum age um for voting because once you hit 55 realistically i'm sorry but like you don't need to be voting (laughs) no no, i'm sorry do you know what it is no i get it you don't get it you're you're gonna affect the country for the next what 10 years and you you probably won't be here i get it i get it no it sounds bad to say i think out loud to an extent but i I don't disagree Mm -hmm. i don't know if 55 Mm -hmm. is the right age i haven't thought about it that hard maybe a little higher but yeah, it, it is yeah. a thing. Like there are people who are seventy and eighty voting, and they're they're one of the most prevalent voting blocks. And again, you know, they're they're affecting a decision that's going to last someone else's lifetime or longer. Mm-hmm. I think it goes back to wanting. We mentioned it earlier. You want to belong to something. You want to feel that sense of duty, that sense of camaraderie. And at seventy and eighty years old, all your friends are dead. You can push <laughs> to the edge. Um, and you you want something to look forward to and getting out there and doing your quote unquote civic duty, I guess, might be a part of that for some people. But listen, man, these old niggas get in there and they do fuck shit up because we're just <laughs> coming from very, very different places. Like, I can't expect a lot of people at that age to understand where we're coming from when we vote for the things that we vote on and um, the things that we need. Once regarding- the boomers are gone, oh, the way life will change. Once I would the hope boomers, so. It will, because the boomers are the ones that's keeping things the way it is right now. So in the next, let's say, 10 years, most of the people that will be in office will be Gen X. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they will have a bit more sense. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and then give it another 10 years after that, we'll have Gen Z in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're good. 
So yeah. what, you know, twenty years, give about twenty years, we'll have gen, we'll have some Gen Zs in there. That that's just, when, but that's that's when you, we're the old people, and we're gonna be sort of messing up for things for the youngest. Yeah, I think you just skipped our generation entirely. We're, you didn't mention anything about millennials. Millennials don't need to get nothing, you know. Oh, oh word. <laughs> millennials have been showing their ass for, for, for too long. Anyway, our, our time is coming. We deserve something. I feel like we could run some shit pretty efficiently. You know what? We've I seen... feel like we could, but at the same time, yeah. we, we I feel like we we feel like we know too much. We, deal, we ain't seen a lot of shit. Yeah, we have. When Cena dealt with a lot of shit, so I think I think that that's where it comes from. Because we were, I think we were the first generation to get fucked, like really badly by our predecessors. Like as far as at least here in America, because I know we have oh, like in different the UK economies too. and shit. Oh, really? in the UK. yeah, oh yeah. So like housing and and yeah, and yeah. all of that is the I same had shit. debt at the age of seventeen that I didn't even know about. Oh fuck! Free this grand. upcoming. Um, <laughs> like recession or or we're going to go through something bad as a result of this whole year long covid thing. Oh, yes. This is going to no be doubt. the third big economic downturn that we're going to go through as millennials. Mm-hmm. Crazy. The third one. Yeah, and we've been here through throughout all of them. Oh, when um, I get old I'm going to talk some shit to the to the young yeah. people. I'm going to be talking yeah. shit. Oh, you don't know, know nothing. We went through Yo. covid. We went through yeah. this SARS the lot. <laughs> Yeah, nah, facts. I couldn't raw dog oxygen. I'm gonna just say that on a regular <laughs> basis to my kids and shit. Um, oh, while we while we touching on it, because uh, we did touch on economics and income, and you know, um, yes, let's touch on that. We, we can we can touch on uh, the capitalism in America a little bit because uh, I know you were interested in discussing that. But prior to that, I feel like that's kind of intertwined with the subject that we touched on at the end of our last episode. And mm-hmm. we want to thank you for bringing it up. And we, uh, I think Reggie saw stuff going down a little bit more than I did. But if you want to start from the top with um, how you approached the tipping aspect and what ended up happening to you after you did it online, we can kind of chat about that if you want to. All right. So, um, yeah. So what happened was there was a tweet going around of this um, this Uber delivery driver and... He was on. He was on this video crying, saying that how um, he, because he, he was saying how he didn't get tipped, and he was upset by that, and how it's just up, it's rude and disrespectful for people not to tip their drivers. This is that, and that how Uber only paid him three dollars for the forty-five minutes of work. Mm-hmm. So my thing was, so you're upset. So I can keep, I say something? Go ahead, right quick, really quickly, when. I'm happy that you mentioned Uber driver specifically because when uh, I talked about it, I was coming from a restaurant perspective. Um, so I'm happy that that was mentioned specifically. And I have thoughts on Uber as well, but continue. I'll, I don't mean to cut you off. Cool, cool. So um, I quote tweeted it and goes, so it's the general public's job to pay your wages. Your wages was $3 an hour. What was you expecting to make? And someone was like, oh, and then that's when, first of all, I got the, the usual, oh, fuck you, nigga, you just broke. So, mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so mm. I, I, got the, I got the usuals, you know, fuck you, nigga, you broke, you just ain't got no money, just, just, just get your money up, nigga. So I'm like, all right, cool, whatever, mm-hmm. innit? But, um, but then, yeah, someone was like, oh, but it's it's just common courtesy, someone, they're, they're, they're taking their time to, um, to come to you. And I'm like, yeah, but that's his job. Mm-hmm. And right, I think people weren't understanding the point that you were making. Like, he should be <clears throat> upset at his employer, 
Mm-hmm. Yes, it's like you don't get upset at the public for not tipping you. You should be upset at the fact that they paid you three dollars for for hours work. Yeah, that's yeah. ridiculous. That is that is ridiculous. Um, and when we talked about it, that goes for certain restaurants. I think I think the the wage for restaurants is like higher than three in certain areas, but there are certain areas where people make like $3 or some shit like that an hour. And then they have to rely on, on tips to supplement, uh, having a livable wage. Do you know how wild $3 an hour is? Do you know that there are some kids in China that make more than that a day? That is Mm -hmm. ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's pretty bad. And I hope I hope when you heard us discuss um, the topic, like I didn't I didn't misquote you or anything like that, because I was like, I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt. I think I think we both knew where you were coming from. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no doubt. No, you look you look you look so where I was coming from. I just wanted to just emphasize on the fact that basically it it wasn't a thing of where I'm against tipping because I do tip, even though I over here, I do tip, but I tip for a exceptional service. Because you've mm-hmm. gone out of your way. I don't tip because you've done your job. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's how I see it. It's like if I go to a restaurant and I sit down and the people bring me my food that I've ordered and paid for, then mm-hmm. I shouldn't have to give you money for doing that. Mm-hmm. Like you're and- being paid to do that. But if mm-hmm. you done if you if you brought out my food while doing backflips and also then yeah I'm gonna throw some money down because you've done something wild I've never seen that before. But- mm-hmm. And also in the UK and other places that are not the US, servers make an actual wage. They make um, definitely they don't make three dollars or three pounds or whatever. The like minimum is make- over here is seven fifty, and that's right. everywhere. Right, exactly. So they aren't as reliant on tips. Um, and it's it's kind of cool to see how things come full circle because I think it was CNBC that, how many days ago? It was three days ago. They dropped a YouTube video on why tipping is an American custom. And I can put the I can put that in the um, little caption area and stuff or just like share it around. But the, the subject was like touched on again. But as far as Uber... I don't think there's no reason why those people should be making the small amount that they do. And I think this ties into the capitalism conversation that we had because, um, or we're going to have, because those people have to file taxes as independent contractors, I believe. And uh, I can't remember where it was. I don't know if it was California or somewhere, but Uber was trying to make the argument that their drivers are not essential for the business model. Because well, they're not they employees. So the, what, yeah. what they're arguing is that they're not employers. They just make an app that people use, and then they're taking a cut for providing that app so people can be their own. Basically, each person is their own individual driving business, and that mm-hmm. gets them out of having to pay certain taxes and obviously like offer any sort of benefits. And mm-hmm. uh, I think it's working. You know, I did um lived for a summer and it was going fairly well and but the the thing is they're constantly shifting uh how much they pay you and how they pay you and it's very it's it's not um it's not uh like clear exactly how they're calculating everything all the time so that's pricing right like Mm -hmm. so when i started i'd be like yo it's surging i'm about to clean up and then it's like i would see that the you know somebody's 
paying however much for a ride and I would end up getting like 10, like it just, it started making less and less sense. And that's why I stopped doing it. And it's weird. I mean, this was three or four years ago at this point, maybe long. I don't know. It's been a while. And it's, it's weird. Like I've, I have a friend who does Uber full time and I'm like, how is this even worth it for you? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's, yeah, it's sad that we, we have this idea that we're supposed to tip for literally everything and we're guilted into it because the employer is not carrying their weight. Right. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I think we talked about it on the last episode. It's like, sometimes I'll, I'll go get a coffee and I feel guilty about not tipping, but it's like the dude is literally just doing what they're supposed to do. Right. Like you say, I want an iced coffee and they give it to you. And I'm like, I feel that, obligated you know to give another from, $2, though? but mm-hmm. do you know where that comes from? It, it it comes from basically after after the after um slaves say um, slaves were freed, they people didn't want to actually pay them a decent wage, so they basically said you you work for your tips. Mm-hmm. Other black people were like, okay, so if that's what we're doing, make sure you tip the next the guy who's working for you. It became culture, mm-hmm. and it stuck around. That's another reason why I'm so against tipping in America because I'm just like you are keeping a something that they that they put in place to make sure that black people could not make money, mm-hmm. and you are still perpetuating it by doing exactly what they wanted you to do by keep the low end people in low income housing supplementing other people in low income housing. Mm-hmm. What you're speaking of is indentured servitude. I'm assuming. Yes. Um, there we go. There we go. Got you. But it's it's Maybe. crazy to think about like. $5 for an iced coffee is like not a small amount of money, right? For a single drink. And a working class person is paying that to a company. And then because the barista is likely underpaid, they feel they like they have to mandatory give like another two bucks. So then you're, you know, whatever the, 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 the number is like 35% of people are paying $7, you know, every time they get a call, it's like, it's so out of whack, right? It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's, but, it's bondage. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. And that that I guess that comes from the the overt capitalism that you like taken straight from the notes that you put down. But how uh, do you not get out of that though? I don't. Because I, don't I feel know. like if they try to dismantle that for your country, your country would implode. It would fall. Well, apart. they won't do it. They won't do it. No, just like they didn't raise the minimum wage. You know, but, like I think. It's all it's all a, a, a charade, right? Yeah. It's yeah. a charade, basically. Um, and this ties into some shit that I saw recently. Uh I don't think Jimmy Fallon is funny. I don't really look for any <laughs> of this stuff. He's just he's just it's a waste. He's just a waste. Uh I've but, always um, hated him. Really quick, really quick. Ha- yeah. Have you seen the original taxi, the French one? Yes. I have so I really liked that movie and it was weird as fuck when all of a sudden it's being remade with Queen Latifah and Jimmy Fallon and uh outside of um SNL I that saw is like, that one. Yeah. That's the first thing that comes to mind outside of SNL. When I think of Jimmy Fallon, I think of his annoying fucking face in the taxi remake. I got so mad I actually hit my mic. <laughs> <laughs> that dude uh, that dude fucking sucks, man. He like like and you know, people find find it endearing when he laughs at his own jokes or he's like barely holding character and shit. That nigga sucks. That nigga sucks. Ass. Yeah, like, straight ass. Yeah. All just... ass. But there's the um video that I saw yesterday, just yesterday actually, of I don't know what the segment is called. Jimmy Fallon had a card and he was talking to a Le- an Alexa speaker. And what's it called? Oliver. Is it John Oliver? What's his name? The gentleman? John Oliver, yeah. the English one. 
Yes, yes. And John Oliver just goes like, oh, I, I have a question. Hey, Alexa, how bad are Amazon's working conditions? And someone in, you can hear someone from behind like the um, camera or on the set like chuckle. Jimmy Fallon was like, uh, 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 no, no, uh, uh, no. Did you see that? Did everybody see that? I saw it. You saw no, that? I okay. Seen that. Dude, you got to see that shit. And Jimmy Fallon was like, uh, uh, no, Alexa, no, 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 don't answer that question. It's one that of those things turn. where the bit is clearly written around the fact that it's also uh, an ad. It's like, I don't even want to say low key because to me it's very clear that it's an ad. Very like high key. They're doing For they're a- doing a bit around an Alexa thing, which is Amazon is paying them to feature that in the show. Exactly. See, and I, I do, but at the same time, I think that John Oliver is just an anarchist, you know? Potentially. Hey, I'm fucking with it. Because he, he fully, he's fully against the monarchy. He says it all the time, abolish the monarchy. He's fully, he's mm-hmm. fully anarchist, anarchist. So like, he, he might have just thrown that down. Yeah. <laughs> he doubled down because after Jimmy Fallon shut down the first uh, question about uh, the working conditions, and he was like, hey, Alexa, how, uh, what is union busting and how is that working? And, and then Jimmy Fallon shut that shit down again. I was like, uh, uh, nope, 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 nope. That's, yeah, that's, see, that's I, think, I, th- I think maybe he was just like, yeah, let's go. He was like, let's go. Let's talk about it. And that, I feel like, do you feel like we live in, in a commercial sometimes, like over here? Oh, Reggie, like, what? I feel like like your whole country is on like a big, just movie. I literally it's look at it like a movie. It's crazy. Like I literally could tune in. It's like, what is happening in an episode of America today? It's just mm. crazy. Mm. I don't believe half the stuff that I read about what's happening over there. Mm. I can't. Is there is there anything specific like recently that occurred that had you like, man, what the fuck? That might be everything these days because it's like something. Yeah, every day. even the things with the this this this, this whole like. Asian like thing that's happening with all the Asian people that's yeah. happening. That yes. is just what is going yes. on. Yes. And even worse, the way that it's being handled by individuals is really, really rough. The police the police chief that said that oh he was just having a bad day. Yep. I was like, wait, what? You, you yep. he was having a bad day. When mm-hmm. I have a bad day, I go down and take a nap. Mm-hmm. I smoke mm-hmm. a spliff. I might just have some drink. I might just chill. Be- Play some beat play, off. Play some, exactly. Jerk off yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah, you got no. I'm trusty. Get that post not clarity going. Like you know. But, yeah, exactly. No. Oh, he he went and go tried to keep like oh, I don't get it, man. The way I think, that that's, uh, go ahead, Reggie. It uh, it's hard here because America is big, and then we talk about the melting pot. But then when you when you zoom out, like we're very delusional about what America is and what goes on here, right? So if you were to talk to people in Chicago or LA or New York, they'd be like, they'd be like that. And, and you show them a bunch of uh, videos of Hicks and racists and stuff. I, I would venture to say a lot of people would be like, that's not what America is about. But like, literally, that's what America is about. <laughs> if you drive two hours outside of Chicago, you will meet those people. If you drive two hours outside of New York City, you will meet those people. This is, this. you know, they talk about like flyover country. Like this is the the mass of what america is right like so you can say that there you have this many million people in chicago and in california and whatever and but like when you're talking about what's spread out across i mean that's that's what it is and i think it's hard to make any sort of progress outside of things being uh intentionally tamped down by who we elect it's like we can't even admit or understand the problems that we have to address them in the first place 
at like mm-hmm. even a grassroots level sometimes. And we also have a habit of like, I, I don't want to make an excuse, but sometimes when you live in, in this type of shit, and I'm sure you have your own experiences over there as well, you definitely start to create a bubble like around yourself with the individuals that you want to be around and you see the things that you want to see and stuff indeed reggie said these people are like an hour drive outside of chicago or wherever else like do we need to take that hour to go out there and see and interact with these people no not really but you know um um it's sometimes the shit that comes from those interactions or some shit like just gets put in your face so blatantly because i've seen two or three articles after the the shooting where this man went around like massacring people for no reason whatsoever where they the punches weren't as hard you know like this dude had a bad day like hey he had a history of this or how can black people currently right how can black people help the situation or you know just like diversions like a diverting of tackling the actual problem yeah which is white supremacy yeah we got to get these white niggas out of here yeah i think you know the election of trump helped legitimize these people in a way that hasn't been in quite a while like probably a couple decades right since ronald reagan probably i don't think that it's you know i think people focus too much on the specific person but you know, when you have somebody like that who says the things that they're going to say on that platform, it changes the game, right? Yeah. And now, even with him gone, these people still exist. They still have that energy. They still feel emboldened. And it's treated as a, a legitimate point of view, a legitimate side of an argument instead of some sort of like French thing that you're like afraid to. You're like, well, I don't want to say this because I'll lose my job. And maybe you still will lose your job, but then you have this whole demographic that's going to embrace you and possibly set you up with another job, a possibly better job. You know what I'm saying? Like you have mm-hmm. uh, entire, you know, commentators and news outlets that will be like, well, this person is treated unfairly just because they got uh, fired for saying uh, kill all Asian people. Like, mm-hmm. uh, and I think it's probably only going to get worse from here because we're still not addressing it. I think people on the, on the left side of politics in this country are making it a, uh, all about that person like trump is gone so everything's over and no. instead no. of addressing the things that are still happening i think you're just the next person that comes along is going to be twice as bad because they're really going to be aiming to do something and affect things right in a way that trump yeah. wasn't really trying to do yeah for sure for Indeed. sure because it'll be more intentional it won't just be somebody acting stupid it'll be yeah, these are like side effects of like his casual rich white guy bigotry, right? He wasn't yeah. out here to like really destroy people, right, in certain demographics. But I think the next person is probably going to be on that. Yeah. They're going to be intentional. Yeah, because they're going to be like, well, we didn't get it done with Trump, so let's get it done now. That's basically yeah, what's going to exactly. happen. And it's just, it's, yeah. it's so weird just to see how, how they how uh, how white people just how they move in in the states it's so crazy to see like the venom that they have for anyone outside of their race and like just the complacency that they have when it comes to their people doing anything 
the excuses and the backflips they do just to make a bad day. He had this, he had that wrong. If that was a black guy, he'd already be on death row. Mm, that's a, yeah, that's definitely a media thing. Cause I would like to say maybe it's a credit to who I keep around. Maybe it's a credit to that echo chamber or bubble. I like to keep around myself, but uh, the white people around me have never and would never say some shit like that. But sure enough, you're going to see it on the TV and online articles or, um, you know, just newspapers and shit like that. So I think it speaks to a greater presence than what we can tackle as individuals because that's just built in to the system. See, I feel like um, you have that ability because you have the overt racism over there. I don't really have any white friends because I can't um, trust white friends because every time I've had a white friend, there's always been some form of racist mix-up down the line. Oh really? It's not Ooh. that, and it's not. I'm not. I, I'm not saying all of them have that problem, but you know, for sure, you know, yeah. it's like it's 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 like there was a um comedian Bill Burr. He's he literally he pointed out something when he was like, oh, if 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 an Asian guy came up to you and just kicked you in the nuts when you first when you first met him, the next time a guy an Asian guy comes to you, you're gonna turn to the side a little bit. You're gonna you know what I'm saying? You're not gonna you're not gonna mm-hmm. you're gonna turn away. It's not that you're racist. It's that you know you're just taking precautions. At the same time, it's like I'm mm-hmm. not saying white people are crazy, but you know. From what I've been experiencing, I'm not trying to put myself in that situation again. I don't like having to explain my existence to people. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so, do you mm-hmm. feel like, um, in your life experience, do you feel like you've experienced less overt malicious racism? It's just like uh, people have no bearing of of what's going on with you, or how how has it played out? Would you say it's like they know what they're doing when it comes to their racism. It's just it's it's just more covert. They don't do it in your face. It's sneaky things, like so. It's purposeful, know, but it's like there's like a decorum to it. Yeah, so you won't like you won't even know who it is until like after it's all already done, and you're thinking, "What the fuck happened?" And then you find out that that white person done something. This is that to do that can mess you up. It's mm. really covert. It was, it's 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 more kind of things of where when it comes to have you seen like oh, over here when it comes to apply even for applying for jobs. Like, a lot of people have done it over here. Like, I don't apply for a job under the name Rahim. Because Rahim uh-huh. is my name that I got when I when I um, converted to... Well, I came, well, I came back to Islam. So, mm-hmm. my actual name is Dennis James. I have one of mm-hmm. the whitest names out there. I didn't expect that, yeah. I know. So, I I never really had a problem getting a job. Because they saw... It, but, I, but I always knew that it was an issue when I got there. Because I remember, I never forget this. There was an interview I went for for Ted Baker. It was a clothing clothing company, and mm-hmm. I went there. And when I first went there, suited suited and booted and the whole lot, you know, just looking looking fly as hell, new fresh haircut, the whole lot, tie. Like I was, I was, yeah. Went there confident as hell. Like yeah, I got this. Go there and say hi. Girl looked at me. He's like, hey, what's up? I was like, um, I was like, I'm here for an interview. She was like, she looked at me funny. Like really? Like okay. Um, your name? like Dennis James and she was just like oh okay um yeah just go upstairs over here then the other lady who came down from stage was like Dennis James and I was like hi she was like oh you're Dennis the whole mm. time we went into the office she didn't pay attention to me once she was literally mm. doodling the whole time so yeah, that's what we get over here we get mm. stuff like that where it's like oh they didn't, they don't try to openly disrespect you but they'll just they will do stuff like that They'll try to uh, gaslight you. Try to be try to try to make you seem like you're the hostile one. Mm-hmm. 
And he's How just, do you think Delancey would do over there with his name on a resume? Oh, um, do you know his last name? No, that's what I need to know. What's the last name? Oh man, yeah, uh, Finney. Oh no, you're get, you're getting jobs, mate. You sound yeah, Irish. I knew, it. I knew that. Yeah, I like know. he would get all it. the jobs, right? You get all the jobs, and not only that, it's because you're quite you're you're quite light of skin. Um, yeah, they'll mm. still they'll still take you in because they they think you're one of the geezerish geezerish light skin guys. <laughs> and you know and over there, my my name is is a uh, white Reginald right? Johnson. Reginald Johnson. Oh no 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 no! That's, that's a black guy no. Name. That's a black guy. Oh, that's name. a nigga name. It's a nigga that's name, a, no matter where you go. <laughs> yep, there you go. So many Reginalds, <laughs> and I know so many, and all of them are named Johnson as well. Reginald Leroy Johnson. So so white people just <laughs> gave up on this name, huh? They were like, you can have it. Yeah, they were just like, yeah, you don't have that name, man. Reginald. Mm-hmm. That's all you. There you go. That's the funny thing. There's uh, a, there's even that comedian, Reginald P. I don't know his name is. You're a black uh-huh. guy as well. Yeah, there's, there's, there's bear them. There's Reggies all over the place. All the Reggies I know are black now that I'm sitting here thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, like all the Reggies, Reggies I know are black. Yeah. I don't same, know. I don't same. know. Not one white Reginald. Mm-hmm. You monopolize that shit. That's all you, bro. Yeah, but um, while we at it, uh, I saw that you you put down uh, a diaspora, um, the the, the, the chit chat that occasion, yes. diaspora, yeah, yeah, the yeah between, yes. yeah, basically, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure. I'll basically explain what what happened. So um, I was in the clubhouse, and um, it was it was basically some somebody from America started it and was talking about um American men versus UK men, mm. and then um. And then the girls were going back and forth. They were just talking, and then they got really disrespectful about each other's countries and stuff like that. And then someone, one of the girls, was like, "Well, you're," like she said, are "You African, this, this, that." And she was like, "But you're black, so you're African too." And all the American women, they're like, "No, we ain't African. We're black." And it's like you do know that if you go far back, further enough back, you're African. And it's mm-hmm. like, why is it that a lot of Americans like to distance themselves from? the african heritage it's like i'm not we're not saying you're first generation but we're mm-hmm. saying you do have that african in you but it's the thing of where it's like it feels like a lot of americans feel like it's a disrespect to put themselves within that that category mm-hmm. let me uh go first very quickly because i think delancey will have a lot more to say about this but i uh I grew up um, in an area where there was, you know, um, Indian and Pakistani people, but also um, a lot of African people from, you know, like Morocco, or, and, and there was also some West Africans, right, uh, mm-hmm. and some Ethiopians. Uh, and this is, you know, small anecdotal thing, but when I was growing up, it would seem those people had a disdain for American Black people. And did not associate with them. So, um, and and hopefully uh, Delancey can elaborate on this, but it seems like it's almost like a a backlash to not being accepted. That's how I saw it, at least growing up. Again, small sample size. Mm. Mm -hmm. I was, yeah, I'm pretty much going to confirm from experiences growing up and from just conversations that I've had and seen online between individuals, specifically individuals from nigeria twitter i don't know what's going Ugh. on over there i don't know yeah i don't know what's going on with that but um i can get into that later but mm-hmm, there's just this um conception when it comes to african americans or just black people in general uh prior to coming over 
you know, anti-blackness is is a thing that is a- around the entire world. It's a national, like international thing. And from what I've understood, you know, from having conversations with individuals like from the motherland or whatever you want to call it, is that they come here with this preconceived notion that we've been given chances. Um, we're not from whatever you want to call it, a third world country or a country that has experienced struggles so that we, our stations should be more elevated than what they are. So what comes along with that notion is that, you know, we're lazy or that we make excuses or that we don't apply ourselves, like, you know, and things just revolving around that circle of, of, of titles or topics that, you know, are just attached to us. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what sometimes ends up happening for those that aren't cool, you know, the people that are African or come from there or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, sometimes even born here because it's something that's, that gets passed down from the parents or the grandparents that came from over there. It's taught within the culture, like, yo, like no black Americans because they just don't, do what they need to do uh, or their thugs or their blah, 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 blah. And this is all things that I've encountered myself. I'm not generalizing. And, you know, cause that's one of the things that we don't do here, but yeah. um, you know, it's just, it's just different. The understanding just isn't there. And when you're not able to have a positive dialogue or reach some sort of understanding or realize, like get a realization for why things are the way they are, you end up lashing out. It's like, oh, well, you come from this. Your food's nasty. You're blah, blah, blah. And shit just gets petty. Yeah. And yeah. And people just go back and forth. I've seen videos of like African Americans or black people, whatever, like trying certain foods from Africa for the first time. Yes. And they're reacting negatively. And I'm like, why is this happening? Like this, this, this isn't. Do you know Something the ones that, I, that that really get my nerves is when they start talking. Oh, they're eating with their hands, and it's like, don't yes. you eat chips with your hands? So sorry, yeah, fries. Yeah, exactly. It's don't culture. Don't, like, don't you eat a burger with your hands? Like, what All right, time out. 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 Reggie laughing because he know he know. All right, now when you say chips, you mean which one were you talking about i just want to be sure because i definitely fries that's why i said fries okay didn't didn't we start this off talking about the chip shop (laughs) i don't i think we did i think we did i was just like i just wanted to make just just in case because just in case people listening are thinking wait this guy's talking about chips it's like no no no, fries we do eat chips and fries with our hands though so that's why i was like yeah fries would be on a plate sometimes so you're saying you wouldn't have chips on a plate Fries, okay. Fries are flatter potato pieces that are fried. Yeah. Right. Yes. And chips are big chunky. Chips. Okay. Big See, I like chip. chips really quick. So, I am always on the record saying that I like steak fries, and it seems, according to Twitter and shit, people don't fuck with steak fries, and that's mm-hmm. like probably the closest to a chip that you're mostly gonna get here. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't get it. Them shits go hard. Yeah, man. Steak fries are the rectangular shaped ones, not steak, not not um wedges, right? You're not talking about wedges. No, not wedges. On. They're just okay. They're just cut a little bit more differently. We, we call them chunky chips yeah. over here. Chunky chips. Accurate. Accurate, Love accurate, them. yeah. Steak fries are good. They're pretty good. Uh the ones I don't fuck with are are shoestring fries. Y'all ain't got that in the UK, do y'all? Shoestring fries. Shoestrings, yeah. Shoestring fries. No. You know those? They're not oh. there's no softness and no give to them. They're really uh thin and like fucking crispy. terrible. They're fucking basically terrible. they're basically what we call potato chips, right? I mean No, we don't have at those. that point. 
They're fucking terrible. Trust me. That's that, really, that really sounds, what's, that sounds uh, disgusting. Before we move on, what is your favorite, what we would consider like a chip? Like, you know, what comes in a bag? Like, Ooh. what do you eat over there? Um, there's one called Kettle. And it is um, Thai sweet chili. Mm. Yeah, And that's that better amazing. than pickled onion monster munch to you? Yes. <laughs> pickled, oh, pickled onion monster munch slaps, but oh. that kettle, I, that kettle hits different. That kettle crisp just hits different. It's a real posh crisp. Kettle chips are delicious. They do have a posh crisp, but what the fuck is pickle? Pickle onion Peter. monster munch. He's bringing out the references, boy. He is. He does that his is, That is one. Of, that is a childhood favorite right there. Oh, oh monster munch they, with the crisp. It's pickle. It's pickle flavored, like tart, pickled onion, like yeah. salty. Yeah, it was mm. sexy though, man. That was a that was a good ass <laughs> crisp, man. I, I would like to try it. Y'all got Cheetos and shit though, right? I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. We have like two different variants of Cheetos, but that's it. We don't really have the flaming hots like you have. Mm, okay. So it's I'm nice glad we don't, cause oh my god, you lot, you lot, the, the bondage you lot have with that flaming hearts. Like, hey, that shit is good. It's nah, cool. man, it's cool. thing. <laughs> you either let good. it, go, let it die, let nah. it die. I've seen so nah. many. I've seen flaming hot hot dogs, flaming hot. hot That's dogs, weird. Flaming hot donuts, flaming hot lasagna. Flame. I'm like, what is with you lot on this flaming hot? That's just weird. People are doing the most and going above and beyond, but just the regular chips are perfectly no, fine. No, what was but, it? The flaming hot pop tarts. I was like, nah, you lot have lost that's, it. That's <laughs> disgusting. Oh, I, I saw a video. I'm happy I got you here. Actually, I, 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 I have reason to believe that white people UK food is kind of nasty. I saw, I saw what was it? Pie jelly and mash, eels. jelly eels with the uh, green sauce on top. I was like, yo, what the fuck uh, is going on? Yeah, with that. I don't know what. Have you had that shit? No, I I don't indulge in in Caucasian food over here. Mm, it, it don't seem it like... doesn't look appetizing, and oh. um, it doesn't smell any appetizing. But they mm-hmm. seem to like it, so you know I don't judge people for their food. They can eat their mm-hmm. food. Uh, that's not for me. <laughs> I like my um, I like my Caribbean food. I like my Dominican food, and I'm happy with that. Yeah, I'm fucking with it. Okay. That's fair, man. Give me, I can yeah. throw, I can throw down a good sancocho, boy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The pla- the plantains, the platanos, uh, the platanos, exactly. Yeah, it's it seems like what's what's funny is like it does seem like the the UK has just a very diverse array of individuals, but from what I thought I understood, like everybody was like, yeah, no, nah, I'm British. Like I'm British, it didn't seem like people got into their subcultures. See, the thing is, the much. whole British thing with us has only been recent. To be honest, if I'm very, very honest, it's only been recent for us because mm-hmm. we didn't actually. A lot of us didn't identify as British because our parents mm-hmm. never told us to identify as British. Growing up, I was never told to be identify as British. I was always told to identify as either, either Jamaican or Dominican. Mm-hmm. My dad's Dominican, my mom's Jamaican, so it was always either. Dominican or Jamaican, that's what you are. You're Caribbean or you're this. You're like you're you're mm-hmm. Af- you're Afro Latino. That's 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 what I was. But I was mm-hmm. never British. It's only when I got older and I was just like, why am I not saying British? Like, yeah, like I'm British. That's what I'm saying. And the reason why I feel like we should more claim it back is because then it stops them telling us, oh, go back where you came from. I am where I am. I'm British. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, you know, yeah, I think that's that's, really- that's a thing here too. And we've talked about it on this podcast. It's it's interesting. Yeah. So like, I think there's this this 
big question of like, what is blackness? What does it mean to be black? And I understand why it's a big deal and not a simple answer. But at the same time, it's like, I feel like America and, and blackness is so intertwined. It's like, it's so, it, it's like such a, a thing. It's, it's almost being overlooked because it's like taking for granted. Maybe that's not the right term, but you get what I mean? Like it's so, uh, in your face, but it's not acknowledged at the same time. Yeah. I think it's like the mm-hmm. easy answer that's right in front of your face. Mm-hmm. Uh, indeed. Yeah, no, exactly. But I, I really don't, um, come across that many individuals saying American like we it seems like we kind of dive into our subcultures or whatever like immediately with the understanding that yeah we American but we push like our ethnicity to the forefront when interacting with others rather than leaving it up to well I can't really leave it up to assumption like niggas know what I am when they see me but (laughs) you know if you talk to people they'll let you know like oh i'm puerto rican oh i'm i'm el salvadorian i'm boom 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 yes over here though if we get some lot of subcultures people still do it so if i say to somebody oh yeah um like where are you from oh i'm nigerian oh so you was born in nigeria no 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 have you been to nigeria Mm -hmm. no my parents are from Mm -hmm. there so you're british then no 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 i'm nigerian it's like no no you're british with nigerian heritage so got you okay there you go there you go uh, I just wanted to throw a random tangent about how beans on toast is beans and toast. They go, it does go stupid. I've had it in Canada. It was, it's not bad. It actually works. It Sorry, a can lot I just uh, use the bathroom real quickly? Oh yeah, yeah, go yeah, for it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. We can cut it out. Crazy. Hell yeah. The Hennessy, the Hennessy got him going. The Hennessy got him. Uh, what's it called? You want me to stop recording? Or sh- do you? Do you just want? You just leave it. Hell yeah, it's lit. So, yeah, um, we usually do a segment about what we've been up to. Like recently, have you been working on anything? Um, Yeah, uh, I'm just trying to get back into the groove of like regular work. You know, I mm-hmm. think with the weather and the obviously pandemic, it's been like a little slow. Mm-hmm. And now that like spring is coming and it's probably going to be warm again next week. It's like mm-hmm. I can start gearing up and like working more. So right. I've been... um updating my website and uh i'm gonna make a fiverr just to see if i get any hits on that nice. I, I don't have like big aspirations for fiverr but hey like you know if somebody's like oh do this yeah. 100 bucks 200 bucks gotcha. and um yeah and there's little stuff like that and then uh we can get into it maybe when he gets back but uh i beat mm-hmm. days gone oh interesting i haven't played that yeah we can touch that once he gets back but i do know like he might not be in tune with what's happening locally, but Lori Lightfoot, big suited ass is really laying it down with like opening shit up. And I think, did you see, bit... so somebody tweeted it today. There's like a video of her wearing a fucking, uh, dress like Al Capone and shit with the hat eating Come outside. On. Come and on, she's, man. well, she's saying that this whole COVID thing, like opened her eyes and she wants more of that shit that like Al Fresco right, dining outside shit. She wore well, Al Capone suits or like, no, nah, but you... you know, like what, what really bothered me is like in the video, it looks like shit. And in the majority, yeah. like Chicago isn't designed for that. It's going to look like ass and it's going to be like loud. And there's going to be fucking car exhaust going in your face. You talking about and, the eating outside type shit, right? Right. Yeah. And cracked pavement and stuff. And in the video is exactly what you see. And that's how it's going to be for the majority of areas. Like, yeah, over there in Fulton market, like it looks some of those streets are supposed to be able to drive through them. I would assume that maybe they would just block them off permanently and that could work. Yeah. That could be cute, but yeah. you can't do that. Like 
no it, it just it's just not feasible it's not safe um i have the first vaccination shot i'll take my second by the end of the month lucky to I got some. The, yeah i got the moderna joint so we'll see how that works out um and just so you know uh rob we talking about covid um opening oh. like openings happening i'm not sure how it's going over there but um we don't even know what's happening over here because mm. we were meant to open up soon and then another variant happened in here and we don't know what's going on now. Yeah, y'all got that new shit. New yeah. strain just dropped. Um, yeah. just every I don't every know. week it seems like a new strain. Yeah, that's because people are traveling when they probably shouldn't be And it's be those doing Instagram that. bastards, that's what it is. It's them yeah. cunts doing Instagram modeling. Oh, I'm mm. out here for business. No, you're mm. fucking not, you stupid little tart. Yeah, it's 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 pretty bad. Oh, did yeah, you get so... both of your shots yet? No, I only got one. You I'm got getting yours? one on no, no. I'm getting one on Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday. Which do you know which one you're gonna get? The one I don't know, the one that makes you get two. Uh oh the oh, so that's either either gonna be Pfizer or Moderna, because the Johnson and Johnson is the one that you only get one of. And people were going back and forth about how they think the Johnson and Johnson due to the lower percentage rate. It might be a lower class. People classify everything well, when they see stuff. I was just Everyone, watching a thing. Everyone's a biomedical scientist these days. Mm-hmm. I was just watching a news thing about like the way that they, there's not like a, a very like singular way that they test everything. So you can't really compare them efficiently. But uh, my mom got that one like two weeks ago or something. But uh, my, from my limited understanding, it's basically like, are you more, prone like so are you at a higher risk of getting it with that more susceptible, the johnson and yeah. johnson one like probably but from the sample size they have it's still you know 100 percent survival rate and and less symptoms and everything if you do catch it so um, exactly we were go. you have you uh gotten it or do you have an appointment i don't have anything i haven't had nothing nothing not, not at all and i work in security frontline I'm actually an essential mm-hmm. worker and I still haven't had. So no do they clue. separate it like that? So like here they're doing the tiers where like, you know, Delancey works in a restaurant. So he was able to get it earlier. Yeah, than, I'm an essential like, worker people. and I still haven't had no clue yet. But yet then there's, but, but there's other people who's been getting this. You are just how like are general they, public. How are they handling the, are restaurants open? Are people just walking around willy nilly um, right it's now? It's meant I to open that. in April. Right now only um, supermarkets are open. Okay, okay. At least that's some degree of But people are still out and about. People don't care. Really? But yeah. no, well. Uh, no parties or anything. Okay, are, I was going to be like, venues. People are still okay. out and about doing, like, just hanging around. Okay, it's weird. okay. How do you think the response over there to the pandemic, uh, how would you relate the two between because as americans we can pretty much say that shit was fucked like it was it you know was, what, fucked. It it's was been frustrating fucked. for us because um our government wasn't telling us anything at all and then when things happened it was moving very slowly so mm-hmm. it was like are we closing are we opening why is the border still open but we're on full lockdown um mm-hmm. it was just like they weren't making any sense open the schools but close all the things eat out Eat out to um, eat out to help out, but stay at home. It was just conflicting information, so it just felt really stupid, and it was like mm-hmm. it just felt like they were just disrespect just disrespecting us nonstop. So we got to a point of where we was just like, "All right, so what the fuck is happening now? What are you doing?" Do 
do you think it's being taken as seriously as it should right now? Because from our perspective, now it is. I th- it is now. I think I saw there was a report because schools are opening now for the kids and shit. Oh, the and schools someone... are already open, but yeah, here, here's the funny thing. My mm-hmm. son had to um, had to stay off school and take a test because um, he went into school for one day. Next day, he had to stay home because there was an email saying there was a positive case in the school. Mm-hmm. There you go. And recently, someone dropped some shit saying that it's okay for children to be seated three feet apart as opposed to six feet and that schools are okay, but it's not we not all vaccinated. We not all set to go like exactly. good and gravy to be around one another. So it just, I don't know. Uh, do you do you get the sense that uh, your government or the powers that be over there are trying to choose between the economy and what is actually right the same way that we do? Because oh, most definitely, begin- most definitely, yeah. they're, they're picking the economy over anything else. Because even yeah. when it comes to who's getting the vaccine and, and who and who's not. Do you know something? I I'm gonna sound so gonna sound so Uh-oh. crazy because my, my my mother of my kids keeps telling me I sound I sound like just really really mad when I say this, but I don't mm-hmm. understand why they keep prioritizing the elderly. Oh, what? just let them die off, basically. No, like, hey, not even them. let them die off. But it's like, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm like, joking. I'm joking. Go you know ahead. what it is? It's my thing. Is why are we not vaccinating the kids first and the teachers? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the people who work in the hospitals, why are we not vaccinating them first? Why are mm-hmm. we vaccinating the elderly first? Mm-hmm. And it's so mm-hmm. weird how they, they they cater to the elderly so much over here. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Well, why... I think it's because the, the survival rate is so much worse. So like the yeah. survival rate, you know, overall is what, like 99% or something. But then I think when you, you say just geriatrics, it, it's, uh, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but it's way worse. So like, I think... I don't think there's been any deaths of anybody under what, like 16 or something like that, at least in America. And then, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't think it's an easy answer. I, I'm not completely disagreeing yeah, with you, but I think. It's just weird for me. It just, I just felt like, you know, if you, if you vaccinate the teachers then the, then the, and then the kids can go back to school, at least then the teachers are at lower risk. That, then Rahim, I would say definitely that the teachers should be treated as frontline workers. Yeah, it's look, silly. Rahim trying to get these old niggas to stop voting by any means necessary. <laughs> like, yeah, like man, we got to get old ass out of here. Just, it's too old much, ass. man. It's funny. It's funny. If you if you had like a let's say for an old person to be spared, and they had a chance, uh, so like let's say they had to play you in a game to get vaccinated, what game would you choose that they would have to beat you in? Any game? Ooh. Like a, a video game. Oh, a video game? Street Fighter Alpha Free. That's a good game. And right what there. what character would you pick? Charlie. Oh, wow. Okay. Charlie. Man. I'm busting your clock with Charlie. <laughs> oh, I'm fixing your business real quick. Oh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a beast with Charlie. He got no shame. The old person gonna be sitting there not knowing what buttons do and Damn shit. Damn right, <laughs> I have to warp his ass, beating the shit. Know something? I, I, my, 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 my baby, my baby mother tried that one time. She tried that with uh-huh. me because she was like, "Oh, let me play as well." And she thought I was gonna let her win. I was like, "No, not when I'm Charlie. That's my first, that's my main. Are you mad?" And it was like, "Are you mad? Are you crazy? Are you dumb?" Uh, like, I'm Charlie. Exactly. You must be smoking. Nah, you smoking. You must be crack. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Reggie was talking about <laughs> Reggie been playing games apparently, so he started Days Gone. I haven't touched it because I, I don't know what to expect. Uh, you see, you see, I don't know what to expect, so I, I haven't touched it. But 
when you went to the bathroom, Reggie was like starting to talk about his experience finishing. We were just talking about what we've been up to, and I have like because I got a PS5 as well. So like you know, then they give you they give you those free games. So like I have a pretty crazy backlog because all of pandemic, if something was on sale, be like, man, this game's only seventeen bucks. Let me grab it. So I've just been trying to. Mm-hmm. pick at that and i i started playing days gone when i couldn't sleep one night and i was just like man this game is kind of insulting me yeah <laughs> how the game is terrible the game it's... is full of glitches the uh the the ai is terrible <laughs> the fight system the uh, the attack system is just even worse oh i think the problem with that game is if it were way 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 shorter and weren't billed as this triple a system seller exclusive it could be a decent game, but I yeah. think it takes itself way too seriously. It's wholly unoriginal. It just takes a bunch of stuff from other games, and it's yeah. way too long. Yeah, yeah. And I've, the story I've, is pretty lame. Like the the I, relationship with the guy and his wife. Oh wow! What does the relationship? Is he looking for? Is that the story? They, they, is he trying to find her? Can 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 I do spoilers or no? I mean, I'm. Right, I, if right. I ain't played it by now, I'm not gonna play it. But spoilers, if you're trying Game's to play Days Gone, yeah, yeah. So basically, th- this is just one spoiler, which isn't. Uh, it's barely a spoiler. So basically, he's looking for his wife. You basically are led to believe that she's dead, and everybody around him is like, "You just give up, man. You got to live your life." Which I feel like is a good lesson that this dude should learn. And then instead of learning a lesson, it's like, "Oh, she's actually alive," and all this crazy shit you've been doing for two years worth it, I guess. It's like she was a scientist or something, wasn't she? Yeah. And then and then he kind of like becomes this. He realizes that he's a good leader and can affect change and everything and that he should maybe put some roots somewhere. But then at the end, they just show him riding off with his wife. Yeah. And I'm like, what? What? What What happened next? Yeah. Like, what's the what? What was the point of this? What was the the, the growth of the character? Like, what are we doing here? Right. And their relationship Mm -hmm. was lame, too. And they make you watch these long ass fucking cutscenes. With the mm. two of them flirting and shit, and it's lame. Um, yeah, they could they they didn't get the the chemistry correctly. It was it was terrible, man. The game was just a slog. It was mm. a long slog, man. And I've they basically force you to do the side missions, like they're yeah, technically optional. Progress. Yeah, but you kind of have to do them, and they they get really repetitive. And then when I'm like, I felt like I was making progress in the game, and I was like, kind of feeling okay with it. They're like, oh, you go to this whole new area and got to do everything over again. <laughs> That's fucking corny. Yeah, yeah probably terrible, man. That's, yeah, games, that's games these days, though. That is it is. Games these days. They don't put no more effort into it. Remember when discs were around and that mm-hmm. was the final print? That was it? That was it. That was the it. No patches. Yeah. yeah. If, the game was, if the game was glitchy, the game was glitchy forever. That was it. Mm-hmm. But this whole yeah, patch yeah. thing has made people think to themselves, like, you know what? I don't have to release a full game properly. I can just release it and just patch it later. Mm-hmm. That's an ongoing thing, and we know is this. That, are you are... throwing shade at Cyberpunk? Uh, yeah, I feel I feel like that was happening. I was going to be like, I finished that game, so I can't talk too much shit. I was like, yo, I got it. I'm going to do it. I did it. I don't know what, what else they're going to do with it. I don't even know if there's going to be DLC or they're just going to leave that whole game alone. Oh, I'm done Probably. with that game, man. Yeah, so I'm going to just play with... Wait, did uh, you get yeah. it? Oh, yeah, I got it day one. I had it on PlayStation and PC. Oh, Ooh, you was in it. Yeah, but you know what? Did you finish it? Yeah, a couple of times. Oh, okay. All right. I wanted to get okay. all the endings, and it's just the the endings are exactly the same. Are you serious? Uh, literally the same thing. 
More Man, that's less. sad because I, I really like The Witcher Three, and that's why I was even so interested in this game in the first place. Like it, it, it literally plays out to more or less the same thing every time. It's just like seriously. Did you stream it at all? Do you? Uh, so we'll let you plug it into, and we'll we'll have links and stuff when it when it drops. But do do you stream mm-hmm. just under your collective Nerd Council thing, or do you have like a singular stream thing? I have a singular stream thing. I I do the Nerd Council on Sundays when I do my Smash Bros Sundays, but. I usually do my own thing. Like recent, I've got a new schedule that I've actually sorted out, which is going to be like because the new Monster Hunter is coming out for the Switch, so I'm getting Monster. I'm getting that. So mm. I'm doing like Monster Hunter Mondays, and then I'm going to Tuesdays. I'm going to be doing my Warcraft. Take a break on Wednesday. Take um do do some um Destiny with the clan on Thursday. Take another break on Friday. Switch Saturdays and then Smash Sundays. You should do a, a skit to coincide with the drop of the new game called Monster Muncher. <laughs> you and these Monster Munchers. I need to go send you a pack. Hey, I want some. That would cost $8 million. We, I think Chicago is... Dude, you said about the hoodie when I said I was ordering a hoodie. And I was like, dude, this How much was it? I don't know. I don't care. Well, I, I just care. mean, I, I think... Maybe we'll let you know if we can't find it because I feel like Chicago is a big enough kind of diverse city where like I feel like we could find a store. I hope so. I, I really do hope so because it's 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 an amazing experience. It's a great Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ra had a fucked up question for us that he he mentioned prior to you coming in, and I want to know what oh. it is. Okay. All right. So the world is coming to an end. There is some form of cataclysmic extinction level event about to happen. Mm-hmm. They know how to prevent it, but it's too late to actually prevent it now. Mm-hmm. They've figured out a way to send your consciousness back in time. Where you can keep all your thoughts and like how you are right now, but they have to put it in a younger version of yourself. Turns out that they can only put it in just the moment before conception. Which means that they have to put your consciousness in one of your parents before, like, right at the moment of conception. Which oh, parents... I thought you were going to be like, you were going to put me inside my dad's balls. No. Oh. you got to be in their consciousness until the conception so they can have your own consciousness. So basically, which, which parent are you and which parent are you piping? Uh, well, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So, can so you... I close my eyes? Yeah, I don't have to you, bro. But either well, way, that's what I mean. You gotta uh, either be your mom and take some dick, or you gotta be your dad and give and, and give it to you. Wait, wait. Mom. So when you say transfer God, consciousness, you say you're. So I'm experiencing it, but without having any action. So like I'm feeling the feelings and yeah. everything. You're basically uh, autopilot. Uh, Damn. I mean, you know, I would take one for the team to save the world, but it's a hard choice of who, which person you would pick. Nah, I'm gonna be my dad. I'm gonna just wear like some earmuffs, <laughs> like close my eyes, and like just like make sure there's no auditory. Ah, uh, but you're fuck. gonna feel no, the dude, orgasm, dude. Dude, dude I, 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 didn't you hear? What I said it's O.O. pilot, so you can't control what he's doing. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> so you just gotta no. go along for the ride. It's like you're in the sunken place and you're just watching your watching it happen. No, I don't know. I, I think you don't want to. You know, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity to feel 
uh, what it's like to be penetrated as a woman. I don't know if you want to. Uh, but here, but here's the thing, though. Like I said, you keep all your thoughts and feelings. So basically, now you're going through baby. This is that. Remembering all of that. Yeah, I mean, there's no good answer. <laughs> I know. Yeah, no, you fucked either way. Um, um, um. You just gotta uh, hope that your parents were listening to like Isley Brothers really loud or something, so you can't hear that much. And I'm trying to figure out what was going on in '89 that would be listened to. Motherfuckers, what if it was in the bathroom at a roller skating rink? That would be <laughs> horrible. I really hope that wasn't the case. But yeah, no, no, that's what if it was final answer. Oh, oh, that'd be kind of lit. That's kind of cool. And your parents actually. were just getting down, just like, and you just think to yourself, oh, shit, that's how my parents were getting down. Yeah, no, they was wild as hell. I would raise a few questions, though, because I didn't necessarily have a strict upbringing, but I would be like, why weren't you as loose as you should have been with my upbringing when you was getting clapped in an orgy like that? <laughs> it's not fair, and that's very hypocritical of you. Um, I, I was wondering, Reggie, do you got any uh, quick jabs or quick Yeah, I do. That you wanna? Um. I did find it's about an hour from my house. It's called the Irish Boutique in the suburbs, mm-hmm. and they sell uh, Monster Munch and all sorts of other um, snacks. Yay. Mm-hmm. They okay. got the right pickled ones, yeah? Yeah. So we might uh, take a, a pilgrimage up that way. Yeah, I'm down. Cool. Good times. Yeah. Good we'll times. Do I had a Monster butter finger today. That was gross. A, a Butterfinger? Butter Are you serious? Yeah, that shit was gross. What do you mean it was gross? Butterfingers go stupid. Nasty. You, you tripping, man. Your <laughs> palate different. Nasty. I like it, but it's not. I'm never at the store. Like, let me get a full size Butterfinger. But it just, it just when, gets attached to your teeth. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's about it. But bro, it tastes that, good. That, like, I bit into it. And I was just like, "What is this? Like, like this is like sugar on moisture. It's like I was, it's like it's, I was eating diabetes." Oh, get out of here. I didn't mean to cut you off, Reggie. Go ahead. You were saying. <laughs> no, I just, yeah. we, I think generally we get them as part of like, you know, the fun size and a variety pack. Mm-hmm. And in that context, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, this is a nice change of pace. But nah, yeah, the idea. I'm just... getting See, king I, I size. Think I can size with it in the small size, but that, that bar was just a bit much. Nah, more. fuck that. I'm getting king size joint. I, I'll be getting the, the king size where it's like two big ass bars that are, that's like separated from one another in the package. <laughs> I'm eating that shit. I'm eating that, bitch. It's delicious. Top three candy bars, Butterfingers, Fast Breaks by Reese's, and you got to go with a, with a Snickers, like Snickers, for sure. My top three. See, I don't know if you don't know about Crunchies. That's the thing. See, Crunchy is our version of Butterfingers, but it just tastes better. Mm, oh, it tastes okay. so much better. But yeah, for me, it would be... It would be Snickers number one, Crunchy number two, and then number three, I would say, uh, I don't even know. I don't even eat chocolate like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I was waiting for you to say like a regular Hershey's bar. I was really oh, go- I was Hershey's, going to man. accost you with words. No, they like, got be- way better chocolate over there. I- I'm seeing yeah. Cadbury Crispy Crunch. Is that what you're talking about? No, it's just called a Crunchy. Mm-hmm. That's all like, I'm finding. Uh, yeah, crunchy. So it's just like, yeah, with C-H-I-E at the end. Mm, okay. I like chocolate a lot. I think I'm... Golden purple I'm, packet. I do it like with cereal where I like the majority of them are good. So it just depends on, on how the wind blows that day, what mm-hmm. I'll get. So your top three is just anything you happen to be in the mood for. I mean, I day. like, I like you know, uh, you know, Reese's is good. I like... Facts stuff with uh, nuts in it but i don't always get like a regular thing sometimes i'll ball out i'll be like yo let me get this five dollar thing with hazelnuts in it you know 
So you know they sell like Reese's cups about a pound, right? By the pound? By the pound. You can get like a one pound Reese's cup. Like you can just look it up and get one. For real, for real. It's that's, possible. That's that's what is the why why? I mean, somebody need it. You know what I'm saying? So that that, that could be um, you know, quarantine date night. You just get you a pound size Reese's a, cup, fire up the Netflix and chill. Splitting well, half like a cake. And feed one another real seductively, rub the chocolate on places real, real, real sensually and shit. But um, I'm fucking with it. How do you we'll get to the I'm going to lead into the the quick thing. So how do you personally feel about basketball? Do you think it's like like a cool thing, a weird thing? I've always liked basketball. I, I that's the thing. I've always been a fan of American sports. I hate UK sports. I can't stand rugby. I can't stand UK football. It's a waste of 90 minutes and good grass. <laughs> Soccer. Yeah, waste of 90 so, minutes. I didn't oh. grow up with it at all. I've been to some MLS games. I don't know if you're familiar with that. That's like Major one of League the crappier. Soccer. Yeah, it's one of the crappier leagues. Like we just happen to have a team. And of course, like it went, if a good player is all washed up and they want to get a little bit of money, they'll come here. Um, yeah. Like, so I think World Cup, like at the height, the super height of it, like it can be nice, but I just think in general, I can't. Um, but I was telling Delancey school? once, you know, like my time, my, my short time in uh, around London, it's interesting, like how in America, you'll be walking around and then, and then you'll, you'll pass the sketchy basketball court and there'll be some tough people hanging around. Yeah. And then in your neck of the woods, it'll be the, the sketchy football pitch. Yep. Certain football pitches you just don't go by. Hurt and Hoodman, and they're just playing five on five. You said you do security, right? So, do you do they do you have any sort of equipment? Do you have like a taser, a baton? I have a anything? baton, but that's the thing. I don't. I'm not really meant to use it. I have mm. things on me that I'm not really meant to use, but I have it on me just in case because I'm in a very. This nigga got brass knuckles on him at all times. I have I have a stab proof vest. Nice, because these guys out here be stabbing. They really right. do out there. Like they don't, they don't, they're not afraid to to use a knife over here. They they're Olympic with the chingins over here. So Mm-mm. yeah. So if you were to pass the sketchy football pitch, you would have probably. Oh no, I'm good because I'm 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 good wherever I go. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm good. So that that leads me into the uh, I don't know if you guys saw the high school basketball announcer blames his use of the n word comments on his his diabetes. What I don't <laughs> I saw that I didn't understand. Yeah, it just Ooh. this is what I said before. Like, they just come up with the wildest excuses to just to just oh, they're not even trying anymore. So his sugar dipped and he just started saying nigga. He was mad. It was a girls' uh, basketball uh, match, uh-huh. and one of the teams was kneeling, mm-hmm. and uh, I can't find the quote. But uh, see, if you trying to scroll, oh, he says, I hope I hope Norman referring to the school gets their ass kicked. And he said effing in words. Wow. See, and he's going to say he's going to blame that on diabetes. Oh, get out of there, man. And his statement is, I do not believe that I would have made such horrible statements if my sugar were not spiking as I'm a type type one diabetic. Do you hear this? This is what I said. They're not even trying to Maybe. hide their racism and and, and just, just idiotic fuck fuck wittery. That's what it is. Maybe maybe he ate the one pound Reese's and it was too much for him to handle, oh. and he went to work and ended up saying <laughs> some crazy. <laughs> 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 
gets on my nerves. Oh, yeah, no. Do you know what? It's, like when I say when I hear things like it, just really pisses me off because it's just like when you hear them. Like I said, the excuses that they come out with, and then when you hear the excuses that they won't let us use when it's something that's real, and they don't believe us when we say things, but then they come up with stupid shit like this. Mm-hmm. I said nigger because my blood sugar dipped. Like, fuck mm-hmm. out of there, man. Mm-hmm. You never um, ate two candy bars in a row and you just get real racist? <laughs> no, I don't think I've ever had a couple couple of Snickers and then felt like, you know, going to, wanted to go out there and cause me with some cracker-ass crackers. No, it's never really I... happened. I had a lot of sugar and like jumped off of stuff and done cartwheels and all types of acrobatics, but I ain't never bit into some shit and been like, nigga, 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 nigga. I mean, I do that recreationally, but I'll just not. Oh, did you see that NBA nigga who used a slur for Jewish people while he was streaming video games? Yes, I saw the video and I'm like, who, who says that in real life? Like, did he just watch South Park or something? Like, I don't understand. Do you know what? I think mm-hmm. people, some people just are like that and you just don't realize that they're like that until they speak or you see them outside of their normal comfort zone. Because like I said, most people who are like in NBA and stuff are a bit media trained. So yeah. in front of a camera, a normal camera, they're going to be, they're going to act media trained. But when they're at home in front of a stream or something, they're probably going to just wild out and you're going to see the real them. That's well, right. That's what's so funny. Like when PewDiePie got in trouble, they're like, you know, he was in a heated gamer moment and just came out. And it's like, if if your fight or flight reaction is to say the N word, I mean, that's kind of revealing as to who you are as a person, right? Like, mm-hmm. exactly. But mm-hmm. he said the K word, which I'm K like, word. That I'm was like, trippy. I'm like, who? He, he he had to dig for that because there was a pause between. He was like, you fucking, and then there was a pause. What and he's like he twenty three years like I've never I don't think I've heard anybody say that in real life. He be in I've, them chat rooms. And who under yeah. fifty is gonna pull that one out, right? Like he that's be in them so chat weird. rooms. Yeah, he be in them chat rooms. Yep, I Show was like mm-hmm. exposed, <laughs> exposed. <laughs> exactly. No. So have you guys seen the Salt Bay video? That's that's up for uh, yep. debate. I've seen that. I do it. Would you guys yeah, have a problem with him putting that? He's yeah. coming, he's coming to the UK. I don't know how it's cooked. The quality of the meat was like I was like I wonder because I don't like my shit too rare. I'm hoping it's Kobe but if it beef. Was, yeah, but if it, it I is, I hope it's wagyu. I hope it's wagyu. I want that. So it's, but. I think it's some sort of a uh, like uh, high end wagyu covered in gold leaf, and then he mm. cuts it at the table, and then he puts it in your mouth, and it's like a thousand dollars for that piece of steak. Oh, that's too much. Oh no, yeah, I, I don't want to pay for that though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, we don't want to pay for it, but it's yeah, just no. weird. Where if I was if I was offered, then yeah, I'd take it. Yeah, just yeah. take it. Okay. You don't have to do it sexually. Like that one lady put her tongue out. Was like, hell yeah, and I mean, like, sure. But I mean, <laughs> that was funny. Everyone, the amount of guys that was in underneath that with their insecurity was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like, not my woman. Hell no. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. Nah, we're gonna have an mm-hmm. argument in the car. It was like, nigga, she mm-hmm. just ate some meat and she's gonna go home with you. Nah, but she had yeah. she had her tongue out and she was and she kept eye contact and I was just like. <laughs> Dude, you're he's providing a service. You're paying him to do that. Yeah, it's, do it's that, a yeah. part of the act. That nigga put too much salt on his shit, man. He be going super stupid with the salt sometimes. To I'm also people. Yeah, he a part of the problem. He a part of the system. <laughs> <laughs> I, he's <laughs> he's secretly racist, and he's got a, the mm-hmm. long term plan to give everybody hypertension. 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We, we, need, we need to go. We need up. to go send James down there. And I don't know how to feel about how the shit bounce off his elbow. Like I don't want it. My my seasonings coming into contact with too much skin or body parts. That's why yeah, I is he washing understand. all the way up there like a surgeon? I don't know. I, I yeah, doubt. I don't know. Depends. Depends. Yeah. If he's a Muslim man, then I would say yes, because when he does, when he does, um, wudu, he, he he's gonna wash up to up to his elbows. So facts. I will exactly. say, I will say that, and he mostly in Dubai, so I would believe he is. So okay, gotcha. I will, I will give him that. Meat man. So, uh, is Sharon Osbourne uh, popular in your area? Fuck Sharon oh. Osbourne. It's uh, it's weird because I was thinking. I thought about this when she first started getting these gigs, right? Because I'm like, she's she's just Ozzy Osbourne's wife, right? Like, yeah, I, I think she might have been managing him for a little bit. And she then was. I know that they had the reality show, of course, right? But I'm like, show business is weird because you're on a reality show with this dude. And then it's like, well, hey, uh, we need your opinion on lots of things during daytime television. So um, she's in the news because she was defending um, Piers Morgan, which I, I know you're a big fan of. Uh, and she's she was basically like you know um, he's racist but he's my friend so why is that a problem why can't I just be friends with racists what's the big deal and her black co-host was trying to explain to her and she got um, you know tears in her eyes and then Sharon Osbourne said that she was being attacked and this is cancel culture and uh, how do you guys feel about that it's a uh, it's the blueprint you know uh, it's unfortunate but we usually see um white women specifically find themselves in a tough spot that sometimes they put themselves into a lot of times they've put themselves into and they cry and they wiggle out somehow, but it's not, you're not being attacked. It's just discourse and people are trying to educate you. You just don't want to do better or know better. So, um, it's, it's, I'm not surprised. It's just another day. It's just a Tuesday. That's, that's, that's pretty much where I am with yeah. that. See, for me, it's a thing of where, um, Sharon Osbourne, I, I, to be honest, like I said, she, yes, she, she helped manage um, Ozzy for a very long time. So her knowledge when it comes to the music industry is quite extensive. So I can see why they would reach out to her to get her opinion on stuff. But at the same time, it's a thing of where, like, as, as Delancey said, when it comes to white women being placed, like, pushed into a corner and have to address the thing that they say they always do this whole victim and oh it feels like it's this and it's cancel culture and i'm being oppressed and like they loved they they would want to be oppressed so badly and it's like why why do you need to feel some form of oppression why do you always need to kind of attach yourself to why is it you can never address what you don't do Mm-hmm. Why is it okay for your friend to be racist and okay for you, but you don't pull your friend up on something that you think is not okay? Right. There's also something going on in that family because I think Kelly Osborne was on The View or some show like that, and they were talking <laughs> yeah, about oh, yeah, that. that shit. Yeah, they was talking about um, building walls and deporting Mexicans and Latinos and shit like that and whatever else. She randomly and she said it in a way there where you knew she thought she she's like oh yeah i'm gonna kill him with this one and then she was like and if we deport all the mexicans who's gonna mow our lawns and i ain't never heard (laughs) i ain't never heard the the crowd and the hosts get as quiet in that moment and she immediately looked around like uh uh she knew she fucked up and tried to like backpedal out of it i was like uh no so that whole family on some weird shit. They on some nut shit. I wonder what the son is doing. I ain't seen him since the reality show. He, he, has, cut, he need to cut himself off from that. 
he has a new show where he's ghost hunting. I lo- I looked it up because hey, the last the last time I heard about him, he this was years ago, but he decided to lose weight and he got into Muay Thai or something. And then he fought this like super over the hill former Muay Thai champion, and I think won. The, and nice. then that, I hadn't heard shit. Sound real. I heard, yeah. hadn't heard anything since. And I looked him up, and then he has like a direct to streaming a ghost hunting show with like three other white guys. Hey, that's um, kind of cool. Shouts out to him. Yeah, that reminds me, there was a movie that back when video stores were a thing, I used to go in and I kept seeing the box for it, and it was called Day Without a Mexican. And it's this, it, it was very bad, but it was this satire where for, and I couldn't finish it, uh, all the Mexican people, I think this is in like California, all the Mexican people disappear and the white people are freaking out because it's like, they, they go outside and they're like, I wonder if Hector is done with my lawn yet. And they go outside and there's just like a leaf blower laying there turned on. Wow. Oh my God. Wow. And then they have to come to terms with the, uh, I don't, I don't. Like Someone I said, I didn't finish it. That movie, that is wild. <laughs> it was super low budget too. Like I don't know what the deal is. I'll probably look it up after this. But mm-hmm. so I can't even tell you if it proved any sort of point or did anything of worth. But uh, I just flash back to that. But mm-hmm. I think you know the the idea of you know white privilege gets thrown out a lot, and I think deservedly so. But I think it's to a point where it's lost its meaning to an extent. And I think this is a prime example of of white privilege right because you can say i'm not racist just like half of my friends are what's the big deal mm-hmm. and i i don't you know you you can't survive like that how could you be like yeah half of my friends fucking hate my guts and don't want me to have equal like how is that supposed to work right yeah exactly yeah, yeah. that's true it's that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's a, actually a perfect example and i think it just shows a, a a huge disrespect i, I don't know if you can you know, I, people throw around like friend this and friend that. I mean, they're probably just mostly coworkers, but you know, it's it's. I think it's horrible for her to to say, well, I I you know, this co-host, we're really friends, you know, off the set and everything. And it's like, how can you consider that person your friend and respect them while saying my other friend, uh, who is my closer friend, um, is just all hate oriented, especially you know, considering that person's demographic, like towards towards that demographic. Yeah, Piers Morgan. I, just, I don't think you can square that. Him, him, Piers Morgan, um, Katie Hopkins, all those people just need to just disappear. I'm not gonna say mm-hmm. die. No, no, that's that's evil. They just need to disappear. Like just that mm-hmm. final snap. And just get rid of all of them. Just oh, cause they just get on my nerves. Cause they the shit that they spout, it just. Do you know what? I, sometimes I'm happy for them because it it lets people outside of the UK see how the rest of the white UK are. That right there is is the voice box of a lot of the white UK, and it's yeah. just it's 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 uh, it's it's hard to deal with sometimes because it's just it's really that's said, we are a really small country, so what they say really does affect a lot what happens over here, mm-hmm. and it really reflects how a lot of people feel feel towards us over here as well. So Do you it, think they believe what they say? Or they're doing it just because they know that they're... I feel Katie Hopkins does. I feel Pierce Morgan's doing it just for the sake of doing it because he does have times of clarity where you can see he actually has sense. So I feel like he's just doing it just to, just to be a shock jock. Right. Yeah, I, th- um, I, I don't remember what year it is, but I, I 
you know, when I first became aware of Piers Morgan as a journalist or whatever you want to call him, uh, he seemed like a somewhat legitimate guy just based on like the two or three first exposés, whatever you want to call them that I saw. And then I just kept seeing all this weird shit and I'm like, is this what this guy is? Like, is this what he's doing? And I think, I think it's prevalent, you know, all over, but especially here in America, we noticed that it's like, uh, what's that Candace Owens, for instance, I think she's a super disingenuous person who Mm -hmm. sees that there's a role to fill and it can be very lucrative. And she's like, I don't care who I'm selling out, you know? Do you know what? Speaking of selling out, sorry to, sorry to cut you. What do you what do you not think about Stacey Dash coming back and saying, "Oh, she's sorry for voting for Trump"? Oh, full of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just laughed. I was like, "Uh huh." Also, that black mm-hmm. that, that 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 the sucking the white the white man's dick ain't working for you no more, huh? She mm-hmm. lost it, it her. She lost her fifteen minutes in that sphere, yeah. and then she, now she yeah. wants to come back over here and try to get something, and it's it's not nah. nah it's yeah, late, it was it was only a matter of time before she ended up coming back. So I'm not surprised. I not surprised me at that. But like, I, I wonder if she's surprised because you're you're putting yourself in a position to be used for propaganda, I guess, for lack of a better term. And then once you're you've lost your use or you have, you know, they have other outlets to go to, of course, you're just going to get dropped and ignored and forgotten about. Exactly. Exactly. That's just how that goes. But it's easier than acting. I mean, I, you know, I don't know how much they get paid for those appearances, but I mean, you know, you call in a Fox News two mornings a week and get however much money. That's true. But it's just so worth it. That's just ridiculous because I feel like uh, maybe there can only be one and Candace Owens like kind of has the whole conservative black woman thing on lock. So her (laughs) right. Basically, (laughs) I, I don't think there can be more than one. Like people aren't they don't have the capacity to like just sit and pay attention to individuals like that. You know what I'm saying? That's why you don't see Denzel and Will Smith in the same movie. It's just like, hey, look, like, no, <laughs> there's enough. It's enough. So I think that's probably what happened with that. Yeah, I, I, I'll i never understand stuff like that, I think, because I think if I had a ridiculous amount of money, I wouldn't even really know what to do with it. Like, of course, I would figure out some ways. Right. But I think I'm just such a, a simple person and I don't require much. And I know I've just lived on a certain income for so long. Like, sure, if somebody's like, hey, like poop in this diaper and humiliate yourself for a million dollars, like, okay, maybe I would do that. But the idea of like <laughs> doing something really horrible that harms a lot of other people on a on like a longer timeline for money, I I I'll never get that. Yeah, yeah. no. Because different. what's the difference? Like, if you have a million dollars, you can be set for life, right? Depending on what means you're you're living on. Yeah. And the idea of like well, if I did this, I could have $10 million or 20 million. It's like, I know that we we have this fucked up mindset, right? Of greed and everything. But I just, I can't wrap my mind around like what if, like a lot of these people are in entertainment already. So you, you're already effectively rich. And it's like, so what does it matter if you double that? Like, how does that really change your life? Yeah, they're playing this weird game of where it's like, who has the most stuff when they die? It's just like, like, why are you, why are you trying to gather this much wealth? That you can't even spend in your own lifetime. Even in your grandkids' lifetime. Like, why are you trying to get that much money? Like, who was that guest you had on? Um, It was somebody who was, I think he was running for um something. I can't remember his name. Oh, that guy. Hey, man, there's... That he went was, places. He was... Yet, do you know who he's talking about? No, who's he talking about? 
that white dude, I remember he he got caught lying on Twitter and then he had some other scandal and then he remember he called me on my cell phone. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. I can't remember his name. I don't ah, even think he's fuck. on Twitter anymore. Uh, oh fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah, we didn't we didn't talk about that a lot, but that was that was a bunch of stuff going on, man. Damn. That was that was trippy. That was wow. real trippy. But I'm no. sorry. What, what was your point? What, what no, was he saying? He was saying he said the whole thing about yeah, having like if you have free free and free free billion, you wouldn't need more than that. Like you could live off that and be cool. And that's the thing is like a lot of people like Jeff Bezos know they got so much money like they don't need that much money. It can spread the wealth. A lot of them could actually just basically fix a lot of the world problems if they were just to half their wealth yeah and, and it's like those people lobby so hard to not be taxed and this and that and it's like the gain that they get from that versus the net good for the country or the world however you want to put it it's like the the imbalance of that is just mind-boggling why you would want to make that decision mm-hmm. mm. it's money that you would never miss it's money that you can't even comprehend like it's so insane and out of whack and on such a, a crazy scale I'll never get it. I don't know. Yeah. No, yeah. it's just not for me. We have standards. That's, That's right. why. We have yeah. morals. Hell yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have any more? Uh, no, I think I'm good. I, I, I figured that we would organically just take up uh, a lot of time. I would like to uh, offer this time to, you can talk about yourself and do whatever plugs you want. Talk about your interests, yeah. where we could find yeah. you. Okay. So, uh, people... Once again, my name is Rahim, but people, I go by Digicel Wolf. I stream. why are you talking so sexy? Hey, 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 hey! <laughs> Let me do what I'm doing. Delancey is contagious. I, I apologize, people. <laughs> anyway, like I was saying, um, I stream on Twitch. Um, it's X Digicel Wolf X. Um, I also um, do sometimes. I sometimes do some um, YouTube videos on the Nerd Council channel on the YouTube. So if you like to check that out as well. Um, that would be very, very nice. We've actually got a competition up there right now for our four-year anniversary where you can win a hell of a lot of Elgato stuff. So if you're trying to get a new setup, check out the YouTube and you can actually win a prize on there. So, yeah, just follow me on there. Follow me on everything. Basically, everything is Digicel Wolf. If you just type in Digicel Wolf, you will see me. And just hit the follow button. Reach out, you know. I'm down Why to is anything. Prime subscription not yet available? I have no idea. Okay, I was going to subscribe with Prime, but I, it's not letting me. You might be Maybe subscribed you to someone your, else. Either that or you haven't paid your bill, bro. No, I just I just made sure that I was subscribed to a nerd council, and then now I was trying to do it to yours. Oh, yeah, no, you can only do it to oh, one person yeah. at a time. One at a time. One per month. Oh. Free. Okay, yeah. well, next month. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool man like no council no council kicks it back to me because um well recently i got um i got a, a partnership with elgato through nerd council so yeah i got my key light i got my stream deck and all that other stuff thank you nice. elgato but um yeah that's really dope yeah that's what's up we want to of being for... rich you know i want to get like you with two monitors and a, a drone that those are my goals <laughs> bro 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 uh, I, uh, that 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 was from from the from the pockets of Daddy Warbucks. He 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 wanted to spoil me, so he just. It was funny because my dad was really against my sexuality because I'm pansexual, um, mm-hmm. and 
um, I didn't. I don't really talk about it because, like you know, most people just see me with women. They see me with two kids, so they're just like, "Oh, this is that." So when my dad found out, he kind of like went off the rails because it's an old school, old school Dominican man. Oh no, 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 you're not, you're not gay. You're gay. You're gay. You're this is that. No faggot. This is that. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, "No, I'm not." Uh, and then he was like, "No, you're gay." And I was like, "Well, not today. I'm not." No. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then yeah he just yeah, that that kind of set him off and then he didn't talk to me for months and then he wanted to talk to me again and he tried to buy my love by uh, redecorating my whole house so yeah good times <laughs> well that's interesting so yeah he bought all my stuff just he's still trying to buy my love oh it's all good I'm do you feel um i don't i don't want to get too deep in it something that you may not want to get into but do you feel like you guys are on a road to repairing things or yes and no um to to give some context my dad is a ex-convict junkie mm. so who came into a large amount of money mm-hmm. i mean a mm. very large amount of money so um yeah the the relationship wasn't really there because he was inside mm. most of my life so, right. and i'm 36 so yeah <laughs> And he was been away for most of my life, so um, there was not really a relationship there. But so for me, it was like when he started trying to disown me. Oh yeah, you this is that. I was just like, well, who are you to tell me anything? Like you was there to raise me. If you wanted me to be any type of man, then you should have been there to guide me to be that kind of person. You have no right, right to tell me who I can like who I shouldn't be. Right, right. Especially now, like exactly. when things I'm are better. Full grown ass man. Right. I'm grown in the world is a a little bit of a different place than it was prior. So, you know, these things that's I don't know. We not we we talked about this earlier about old niggas, man. I'm like, yo, old niggas. No, see, you know what I'm saying? But but, you know that don't like about the old niggas, they always do I know what I'm talking about. Well, my thing is, no, you know that saying, those who don't hear will feel. Mm -hmm. Looks like they've been feeling it for a very long time because none of them are in the position that they want to be. Exactly. Exactly. So it's just like, yo, we got to scream it from the mountaintop. Like, look, we out here. We we smashing. We gay. We need y'all to stop fucking up the world. Honestly, yeah. I, I feel like I could explain that in a little bit. I mean, that's the bare minimum. We queer. We say queer because not everybody's gay. Not everybody yeah. identifies as gay because like some people who are bisexual will not say that they're gay. They say I'm bi. Mm. Oh. That's understandable. That's good to know. That's queer. like yeah, I queer. say I'm pansexual, but people say, oh, ain't that just bisexual? No, pansexual no, means that different. I don't really have a a a kind of like a, a category when it comes to who I like. It's just right. if I have a vibe with you, then that's it. It's on. Exactly. And also queer rhymes with here. So that would have worked in my sentence a little bit better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I have a whole bunch of bi friends to just like, I just simplify it and just say gay. And I'm like, oh, that works for you as an individual. But no, queer is a better term to use. I'm going to start, I'm going to start dropping that left and right. But did uh, we, uh, did we get to all your plugs again? We'll have them in text form. Uh, yeah. yeah sure. So that's like I said, everything is the same. So my Instagram, um, Twitter, uh, Twitch, everything is Digicel Wolf. Um, yeah. So just hit that follow button. Subscribe if you can. Got you. It will help. We want to. We want to thank you for sliding in from a uh, from across the pond. Um, we know it's getting later for you, so it's... Oh, I gotta go bed because I got I got work in like what about five hours. And we yeah, should do this sure. again. You know, maybe we'll have a a snack episode or something. Oh, let me know. Mm-hmm. 
where we right. can address other things as well. But like we'll we'll stock up at, at the specialty store, and then maybe you could get I some stuff stock up that as you well, can yeah, get over got, there. And then there's we'll, a big we'll big compare. store that's got all the stuff over here, like Mike and Ike's all that stuff. So yeah, we can I can do this. Let's get it. But in the meantime, this has been another episode of Spit Sessions. We want to thank you guys for sitting and chilling and listening with us. We appreciate you. Um, and we are signing off. Y'all got anything y'all want to say to the people? Smoke All right. <laughs> I was like, smoke weed. <laughs> smoke weed. All right. It will help you think better. Oh, 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 also, fellas, make sure you get that post-nut clarity before you do anything. Please, please. Yes. Not legitimately. It will save your Beat life. your meat. Mm-hmm. It'll make the world a better place. But we out. <laughs>